What are we doing? What are we doing for the 15th episode? We... Another hand tie. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> You've been pushing this hand tie. It's an accent after the episode. It's very strong. I just want you to know. Like, very strong. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. 50 is... Well, 50 is... 50 is close. But it's not... Hey! Hand, the hand tie episodes did pretty good. Hand tie episodes did pretty good. Just saying. I mean, my... A lot of episodes are doing pretty good. Not do that one, but still, yeah. But the anti episode did pretty good. Uh, it did. I'll say, and it was fun. How, how, um, what's the worst of word I'm looking for? How the range some of you are, like some of your tastes and your game and your hentai taste. So that's there's that. But anyway, I have, I've gathered you guys here once again at the summit for another episode of the otaku summit not just any episode episode 44 how is everybody doing i am your host one fourth of your host i should say and one of the fourths is not here today because vicky is having father daughter time which april so funny (laughs) so hilariously commented that commented that (laughs) <laughs> now, what anime characters get that far the time, so I'm happy that she's spending the time with her dad today, right now. <laughs> I did, <laughs> but I am, I am. Be, be, before he dies, before he dies, or goes away on some long journey. Right, 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 and decides to no, not come back at all, or doesn't even. Yeah, he, 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 he he just just gotta get some. Yeah, he's gonna he get some. That's fine. When she and when Vicky does what she needs to do, when she has the power up, she has she needs to acquire and as accomplice her destiny, he's gonna return with the milk. So, you know, that's how it's gonna work. <laughs> but like I said, I want to force your host, Javon aka Kuma, alongside April yes. and Omar today, who is like, not my, on like my father. I haven't I haven't reached the special potential. That's that's powerful. That's that's actually actually powerful. Is that a dog joke just now? I was hella dark. Hella dark. All I see is darkness. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. Alright. here with Omar. <laughs> and I thought Vengeance was the darkest thing on this on this podcast today. But here with Omar, aka Vengeance, as he so likes to be called. Yeah. How are you guys been? How are you guys doing? I know Omar has had a heck of a few days because for some odd reason, he's had a lot of time on his hands. Recently, he has been at a war with a lot on of Twitter. People. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I've yep. seen you. I see you. I peeped you. Yep. I see you. He's been he's been at war, ladies and gentlemen. He's been on he's been on one of his Omar round pages uh, for the last few days, which has been pretty entertaining. And I'm like, dang, it's like you have a lot of time when your heart. Like you had energy this week. <laughs> like what, what? What? Like I'm really curious. Like what? What propelled this energy? Like what? Just Bruh, like, wild. I... like I, I tell everybody. Often. I haven't seen this I, so often from you. But well, I haven't seen like often. I haven't seen this in a while from you. But like there's something going on right now in the the Boku no Hero community on Twitter. I'm happy that you said the Boku no Hero community. It's very it's, yes, because it's it's, 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 it's a lot a lot of people acting very retarded to the point whereas it's true. I just was compelled compelled to comment on certain things that I saw because I guess was like y'all acting like clowns right now like what's going on and I love to make people look stupid so I just was like yeah I, I have time today 
on the previous day. On the previous day. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think all of this is a part of the elite the elitist package. <laughs> like, I mean, like I, I, I allowed you to divorce. I didn't see you like an elitist at one point. I, I know, I'm sure like, you did. I just was like, this, um, this is I'm a so, lot of... I'm so positive you did. Wait, but yeah. I, was, I would have doubted my mind. I'm so positive you did. But no, it has been a lot of unnecessary discourse and I feel like people have been, and not to get too much into it, but I feel like a lot of people have been overly negative of it. I understand not liking certain aspects but i feel like people have honestly disregard a lot of the great things which is a lot that's been happening in the last few chapters just to pinpoint and focus on one little thing i don't think yeah. the chapters have been bad at all you may have not liked no. the recent developments which we still don't have a resolution to if we're being honest uh, that bad. recent development but, though. right we still yeah. have that but still it's like you are kind of just disregarding the entire thing to focus on this. Like, there's a ton of stuff that's happening. This ton of story that's being um, progressed, character development and everything. But anyway, that's besides the point. I mean, that even propels you to go at someone talking about you. You, year, you, you said had, it you had, you had energy for everybody. <laughs> you had energy for everybody. But um, <laughs> outside of outside of the rampaging My Hero Academia slash Boku no Hero community, uh, what else has been new in the anime community? Anime yeah, anime community recently. Any news, anything recent that we should focus on? Uh, particular, uh -oh. I don't know where Omadius went. <laughs> oh, there he is. Uh, there's good. But yeah, well, um, anything new has happened? I don't think any recent. No oh, I mean, I guess staying on My Hero Academia, the newest trailer of it released along with the opening theme song is like, which sounds good. I like it. Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah. I also like what I'm seeing so far from the trailer. I have high hopes for this season. I hope I do not get disappointed. It looks like they are animating and putting the budget behind what they need to put the budget behind. And it looks mm -hmm. like it's going to be a better adaptation. Yes, yeah, spoken here. Yeah. A better adaptation oh, yeah, than um season five was. So to speak. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's great news. Awesome news. Well, very important. Arc, so we have nothing to worry about. Very important. Yeah. Very, very important. Um, but yeah, I think it's been a pretty light week in terms of news. I don't think of anything else is of substance. Of substance. Oh, yeah. There's a, yeah. there's some controversy. Well, well, yeah, there's some controversy. Controversy. That, yeah, right. nobody, because nobody could 100% verify whether or not this is actually going to happen. But Bleach might not be simulcasted. Oh, I always oh, saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's that was big news. Um, what do they mean? Like, so what, is it going to be released as a whole? What would they mean? Like, it's not going to be simulcast. So, do you want to explain them all? Yeah, it basically, okay. um, for for us in English speaking countries, we're not go well. Supposedly, we're not going to have English subs available to us uh -huh. while it's airing in Japan. Yeah. So we sail in the seven seas, then is what you say. I, I mean, I, I was always sailing the seven seas. I, I, I don't know what you're on. I mean, I, I mean well, everybody will have to sail the seven seas now. Yeah. I mean, if you're not in Japan, without a doubt. So it's easy. Yeah. But I don't know. I will. That seems to be the hard case. It's still, I guess, it's still maybe up in the air why are they knows? being like that though because it's on disney plus well disney well really there, there's there might be a chance that we could see something because 
apparently they're going to show the first episode at um New York Comic Con. Oh wow! Ah. <laughs> but that isn't that so, like that's such a dick move though. Like you will show it the first episode, is. you will show the first episode at, at um at at, com, at at the con, but, right? But then they'll have to wait like what a year. I yeah. hope, at least. I hope right. I hope that at, it's at least, at least to see it. If it's not Samutas, I hope that it's at least a matter of it comes out like a week after it does in Japan or something like that. You know, I hope that it, I hope that it. I hope, I'm just hoping that it still comes to Disney Plus over here in the West. Because like, what sense does it make to show the first episode and then you'd be like, "Oh, ha ha!" You have to wait a whole like year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, it's like that don't make sense to me. And you, and it's Bleach, not to like to disregard any of the other animes that they have on Disney Plus, but it's like this is a very internationally known anime that's widely popular, so globally popular. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't make sense for you guys. To just hold this in one region and not do it, but hopefully, you know, it's not that's not entirely the case, entirely the case. And we do get, uh, because I'm not doubting the adaptation of these, it's just how they're distributing it now at this point that has been yeah. very concerned. That's yeah, um, but in other news, Dragon Ball Super Superhero continues to do very well. Um, in terms of sales, it recently just edged out Jujutsu Kaisen Zero as the number four all-time anime film in the U.S. So, oh wow! Shout, yeah, shout out to um, Dragon Ball Super Superheroes. Dragon Ball continues to be a very strong powerhouse in globally. Um, I love it. They said that Gohan would fail. They, they said that nobody they was going to watch this movie. But look at us now. I may have been look one at of us me. now. I may have been one of them. I had my doubts, but it lasted a really great movie, and I recommend anyone to do it. I almost went. To, I almost went and watched it again. For the three dollars, yeah, for the three dollars. I almost went, but I was far too tired. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'll being definitely, I'll hard. definitely watch. It. I know being an adult sucks, especially when you want to do <laughs> other things. Exactly. Dead inside, just dead inside. No energy. Ah, just. <laughs> Just, just welcome. Just, welcome. Just, a dead, just a dead weave. Just a very dead weave. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but congratulations to Dragon Ball Super. Uh, whenever Cam renders onto me what he needs to render onto me, I have a very funny video that I have in mind. Well, that I oh. am in the process of doing that involves <laughs> that what you guys didn't do. It involves you too, April. Oh, okay. Whenever I get the, the videos rendered onto me, that needs to be rendered onto me. But, oh, I mean, just because I'm one of my favorite characters, and we're on, and we kind of did mention this. Yesterday was Anessa's birthday. Yabby birthday is Anessa, one of my favorite characters. One of my favorite anime characters, and one of my favorite characters from Beyonce. I just oh, Yeah, it's <laughs> Yesterday was his birthday. It was a whole thing. It started the trend. Demon Slayer. Like, Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. oh what? The, bl- yeah. the blonde. The, the cry the baby. The cry yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. The one that That's fights your in the favorite? Yes. Yes. He is my favorite. I mean, I, lo- I love his, 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 his one shot. I won't spoil anything. Show. I won't spoil anything. But I would say, he who lasts, lasts, lasts best. Yeah, Y'all but think- is that I, I read the manga. I read it. I read oh, yeah. I still don't like him. Why you don't like him, me? People, I still 
April, April, April. When he when he fight um when he when he did his last fight in the series, right. you wasn't hyped by that. Listen, I was so I mean, proud of him. Yeah, I was hyped just because I, I was, was so hyped proud of him. That he's my favorite. But I mean, it, I kind of get it. April doesn't like the pervy characters. I that's what I've come to realize about April. I don't um, like per. I, I don't like pervy characters. Yeah. I don't like crybaby yeah, like characters. Perfect. I don't like the perfect characters. Give me. Wait, so you don't, you don't like my son Deku? Is what you're trying to say? I like Deku. Deku is not perfect. Deku is the know. underdog who fought his way to crying from like season checking. three, though. I know, I know, but I just check it. I just check it. I just had to. I know this had to make a quick temperature check. And see what I also going. like. I, I really yeah, like. I, I really yeah, like a good underdog you story. story. Yeah, I love. I really I like a good it. underdog story. That's yeah, me. I like I a good underdog. I do. I do love a great underdog story. Um, what I don't know. What I don't. But that's why I like Takabichi. <laughs> you want to go with that? You want to go with that? You want to Yo, can we? Yo, for everyone listening and watching this podcast, and who reads the Tokyo event this my God. <laughs> oh, I do <don't> April <laughs> I I don't like. I just want to say. If why do you was, think? Why do you think I'm not answering? I'm not entertaining. If there was no if, like. In the realm of people mad at Horikoshi, right? Yeah. People mad at Horikoshi, which I understand. Don't get me wrong, right? The people are mad at Horikoshi for recent events. But y'all just letting Tokyo event just slide by with any of it. I'm just, I, I'm just saying, in terms of Ospels and MC plot armor, this has to be. What unfolded in Tokyo Avengers recently has to be up there in. Oh, I have, I have yet to, uh, I have MC yet to read the manga. Armor. It is, it is a, yeah, it, it is an asshole to be honest. Because his, his ability never goes was like this before, and now suddenly it, it's like this now. Uh, and he tried, and he tried to make it a little, inside of ease into it to make it a little more plottable for your pilot. By yeah. Only because in my mind too it was like finally, but at the same yeah. time it's like this on BS. But I'm riding so, Tokyo Revenge is the prime example of a series that just going on too long. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because even it though is, I have, I don't read funny. the manga, I don't read the manga, but I'm still shocked that a plot like this should not be going that long. No, no. Because no. like you're, yeah, you're just going, because like the the main goal was go in the past and prevent homegirl dying, right? Was that the was that yeah. the main yeah, objective? Yeah, to prevent her from dying and stopping um uh what's the guy name again? Oh um Kisaki from yeah. yeah. To save, save you know, and stop Chisaki, right. Chisaki, sorry, Chisaki. from from turning my evil Chisaki. away. Yeah, and then it just spiraled off. Because I know, I know, I saw a spoiler. Into what it is now. I, I saw a spoiler. Some of a certain character dying in the street. I don't know how they how they're dead in the street, but I saw that panel. Like, oh, it, it would be true. yeah. Yes, it would be. Crazy. That that was the I. That, that was the point. So upset. That, was, that was the point where the manga fully spiraled off the drops. Yeah, that point, it was the full. We out of here. 
Yeah. Gone off the railroad. But you know who doesn't do ass pulls and has a like, very decent story and, and characters that don't rely on plot armor? Who? Javon who? Our next guest. Yes, yes, yes. Today. That's a nice today, <laughs> today we have a very special guest um, on the pod with us coming on who is work that I've read two of his comics and I have to say that I enjoyed a lot of what I read um, mm-hmm. so far. Tear, aka Sovereign Comics. Let's just get him in here. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Thank you. While we were going in the lobby, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying like I, the two that I've read um Mm -hmm. from you, which would be Temple High and Stars. Yeah, those um, those are the two. Those are the two popular ones. Those are the two popular ones. Well, I want to say two things first, though. Congratulations on episode forty-four. I know how hard it is to do a podcast, so congratulations on that. We appreciate Um, it. No problem. And also, thank you for having me on. And thank you for that segue. That was clean. Hey, thank you. <laughs> I know, right? That was, rough. That was clean. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I love the two. I especially mm-hmm. love Temple Art because I do love um, mm-hmm. school battle. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. A, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. But before mm-hmm. we get into all of that and discuss the, uh, the comics and everything, Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and just let our listeners and our viewers who not yes. seen you or probably have not got a chance to see your work and know who you are, just give them a rundown. Who is Suffering Comics? All right. So what's going on, everybody? I'm here, uh, the owner, creator of Sovereign Comics. Um, Sovereign Comics, the best way to put it is the interconnected universe. Um, I pull from both manga and American comics in my in my in my stories because I, I love seeing characters like like April was mentioned earlier, like the underdogs, the ones who have to build up to become the powerhouses that they are. So I love seeing those stories and love telling those stories. Um, and that's the type of stories that you can expect in my universe. You're not going to see a character just drop out of nowhere and all of a sudden they're beating someone who's been doing it for <laughs> decades. You know, like, you're not going to see stuff like that. Um, like I honestly, you you see you see that in you see that in stars like. Issue two, I'm just pre-warning people. Like, it penumbra goes off the rails in issue two, issue three, it gets bad. Like, because she's already oh kind of, she's already kind of giving okay. them. Like, yeah, she's giving them. Like, she won't kill. Like, the best best way to explain her, she's similar to Catwoman. Like, she's a thief. She won't kill you, but she has no problem giving you the hands. Like, she's no problem whatsoever. <laughs> and, and she does it in issue two, in issue three, she mm-hmm. does it. Like, it, it gets bad in issue two, and I'm inking it, and I'm just like. Dang man, people are gonna be mad <laughs> when they see when they see this fight. <laughs> you know, so so it's um so it's those not be, yeah. my you mm-hmm. academia mind. That's what's going on. Right yeah, now. yeah. I don't know. Do you do you um do you follow my academia? What's that? Do I watch my hero? Yeah, um, I was reading a manga, watching the anime. I stopped um reading the manga at this point because I like to because like if it's good, if it's going well. I like to read a whole bunch of chapters. So I was like, you know what, let me, let me stop. So I'm letting it build up. But I'm probably going to start by reading it this week. Um, but in the same vein, like I have to write uh, Cypher Team Issue 3, which is a two-parter. So I'm working on writing that. Um, also, Ayama Stigmata Issue 3, Stars Issue 3, I'm going to be writing that. 
and Temple High issue three because Temple High issue two is done. Um, I just I, got I the saw last, yeah, the the end, letter. which I yeah, I'm gonna get there, but I was very yeah. upset. Yeah, so it's so it's crazy uh, with issue with issue two because it's oh. like oh man, because like the way I end issue one, I was like you know. Then, I you know, fight he, you. he flexes, he flexes, you know. I so be, I was I like, Yeah, <laughs> everybody was like, <laughs> I wanted the spot. Then why did you run it there? That's another that's another thing with me. I love cliffhangers. When you read all of them, you're gonna be like, damn, this dude got an addiction to cliffhangers. Like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love cliffhangers. Like, I love like leaving somebody at that point and it's just like Yo, okay, okay. What happened next? Uh, you got to read the next issue. Like, is it? Oh, yeah. So, yep. Patiently waiting to see SGA again so I can get mm-hmm. more of the issues. Cause I, 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 yeah. I, like I said, I love Temple High. Mm-hmm. Like, it I sounds like that's the one to read, but because yeah, I have yeah, stalled. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, we, have, we all, all have different different issues, different issues. Because speaking oh. of this cover, hey, listen, listen, is very and and I had to, I had to get this cover. I had to get this one. This I, yeah, it was, a, it was a hard because that's I another. Love I love the art. Gorgeous. I love the Thank art. You. I had to, yes. I had to get that one. I had to get yeah. that one um, for for that one. Um, I have like a painter artist, uh, Francesco Tomaselli. So he did that cover. Um, he did the cover for Cipher Team issue issue one with a. Uh, uh, Gisera on the cover. I think SJ might have some of those. And then he also did a cover that I used for the um, Ayama Stigmata short graphic novel because uh, issue mm-hmm. two of Ayama Stigmata is like 44, maybe 45 pages. So nice. I put issue one and issue nice. two together, and it's already like graphic novel size is like thick. So oh, <laughs> people are looking at like, this is two issues. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's two issues. <laughs> <laughs> that, so. that leads me into. My first question for you as well, mm-hmm. um, and why I have to get all of the comments. Because mm-hmm. as I was reading, because um, I started with Temple Eye, mm-hmm. as you know, I'm going to keep like, talking with Temple Eye. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> um, I, get I started it. with Temple Eye. <laughs> <laughs> I started with Temple Eye. Not just because it's, 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 it's an array. No, Stars is great. Cause I, I love the whole Rockstar alien mm-hmm. comic. Like, that was dope. And, it's, mm-hmm. and not Temple Eye, not just because it's an array of, of black characters, which is mm-hmm. it's good to see. It's just mm-hmm. that I can tell the characters have a lot of personality, and mm-hmm. even down to the dialect, which stood out so much to me. And I'm sorry, I can't remember all the characters right now, but it's um, mm-hmm. it's the uh, president, the president, mm-hmm. the dialect in which how you wrote it, mm-hmm. I thought was very phenomenal because I could Thank not you. read it without uh-huh. actually taking on that so you you made it in a way that it's not you're not confused and mm-hmm. what accent you're, is like it was i don't know how yeah <laughs> I like it, that took you like of studying the dialect and how they write it but that was really well done yeah, um, but what thank i really you. wanted to say is that along the read i kept getting of uh, references back mm-hmm. to different issues and and the comics that you have done so what I really, what I want to start of asking you is this. How did you, was when you thought of this world, because clearly all of your comics get, right? Yeah, yeah. They have a form of when you mm-hmm. thought of this story, was that your main goal going in to connect, have different 
comics that can start on their own but connect in this vast universe or was it that you just started writing and it's like you know what i can blend this here i can blend this here because you have a lot of comics <laughs> and it's yeah, like it's a lot of referencing going by yeah. so I'm just, I'm just curious in how what was your mindset going in when you first came up with this universe or the stories um that you write okay um so uh yeah y'all take a seat eat some snacks it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a <laughs> but yeah so so the i actually started writing the future first if uh-huh. that makes sense so there's a title that i haven't released yet um since you i don't, I don't know if you read cypher team but it's no, mentioned is is mentioned in um but it's referenced. It's mentioned and and referenced in, in Temple High when they yeah. mentioned the dean. Uh, so when you hear this, when you hear this title, you're gonna be like, "Wait a second, but it's all gonna start making sense." So I have a title called Infinite Rain. It's called Infinite Rain. It's by these twin sisters who um, they're living in the future. It's like a dystopian, tore down future. The villains won. Like he 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 won, took over everything. He's killed villains who wouldn't come to his side, heroes okay. who wouldn't come to his side, and everybody oh, who decided to come yeah, to his side. Like you know. This. Oh, it is yeah, crazy. I, I, I crazy. Like there's so many twists and turns in it too. Um, but like the like there were heroes and villains who were like, yeah, I'm coming to a side, you know. So the girls, they're like, you know, they have their powers, and their parents were known to be great heroes. You know, one of them is a dean of a school. <laughs> I'll just say that, and their father is a <laughs> cipher team. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, you know, our parents, they were these great okay. heroes. They were these top level heroes. You know, what happened? So um, so in writing that, I was like, you know, it's going to be a time travel story. Like they have the dystopian future. So it's going to be spending time in the future and also in the past. And I was like, you know, in order to do this, I need to write the past. So all of the stories you're reading now are the past. And it's all leading up to that point where that title comes out. So that's the reason why okay. I can't release because if I release that title, it's gonna spoil everything. Like wow. you're gonna know everything. And um, so eventually <laughs> we're gonna get to a point where Infinite Rain comes out. I already have like <clears throat> almost forty, almost forty stories written for Infinite Rain. Almost forty Yo. stories. Because the <clears throat> the main great. protagonist, like like cause, cause you have the two sisters, which you'll see them, they're gonna show up in the past, you know, as as their younger selves. But one of the sisters blooms she gets her powers and she's in a sense kind of a she's a muscle mimic so whatever she sees she could repeat it she's also very uh strategic and very uh like a technical genius so that that's pretty much her power set where the other sister didn't get any powers so the thing is like they're both born with blue skin you know purple hair <laughs> yeah. so they look they look like mutants but one of them doesn't have powers the other one does so like the 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 big the big sister she has to protect the little sister but she always picks on her and stuff so mm-hmm. there's some things that happen as the story unfolds um, that I don't want to spoil but I will say this part is when the sister when their mother is still alive you know their 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 parents actually at this point are still alive and this villain is kind of raising toward the ranks and stuff mm-hmm. and so the girls are like you know we want to help and they're like no you're too young. And you don't have powers, you know, talking to uh, Mirage, which is one who doesn't have powers. Aww. But like her, 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 her dad, he's a geneticist and he's like, I want my daughter to have powers. So he starts working on these, the serum to unlock powers in people who have the phenogene. 
Um, mm-hmm. But then he also mentions a mystical side, which is a fallen angel that wants to go back topside. So his daughter hears that and she goes and summons this fallen angel. And that's where she gets her powers from. So eventually she gets powers, but it's like from a fallen angel. So you have one who's a phenosapien, one who's born a phenosapien, but doesn't have powers. And then she gets her powers from a fallen angel. So it's like you have that going on to include all the stuff, the, the, the detective stuff and them finding out, you know, what happened? What was the turning point? How did everything change? And like I said, in me writing all of that, I'm sitting here thinking, like, hmm. So their parents are they singular, you know, singular heroes, you know, like Superman, Batman, you know, they got their cities, but they're heroes of it, you know, or are they heroes in the same city? Uh, with me being prior military, I decided to kind of make it military s, and that's how Cypher Team is. Um, they're a special forces unit, which is one thing I like mm-hmm. to point out to folks because a lot of people see it and they're like, oh, here's another superhero book. And I'm like, well, <laughs> they, I'm like, but these heroes, they they ult- they they openly kill if they need to. <laughs> oh my God, it's Konoichi in issue one. In issue one, nice. she wasted no time. She so killed people in issue too. one. She was killing people in issue two. And when, and when people were reading it, they were like, I thought they were heroes. I said, no, they're special forces. They will kill. <laughs> you know, so um, <laughs> so, like, so like we're going through it. I set them up. And then I'm like, yo, wouldn't it be dope if there was a school for, for kids who had powers, you know, a school to help them and teach them how to use their powers and stuff like that. And that's where Sorbonne Academy came from, which is the actual name of the school in Temple I'm High. so happy that you said it. And, I've read that. I was yep. like, I know that I'm not pronouncing this. <laughs> <laughs> People already told me, so like, I'm gonna start doing some reels where I'm gonna start like saying the saying the word. This is how you pronounce it. I did it with Ayamo Stigmata, so I'm gonna do it with more. Um, okay. but yeah, Sorbonne, <laughs> and you'll find out where it got that name from in Cypher Team Issue 3 because mm, Cypher Team Issue 3 is gonna right. be a two parter, and I'm making it a two parter because it's all um, it's, it's gonna be about 70 pages, so I had to make it a two parter issue. Because it's it's a big story, because it tells a lot of the um, a lot of their past and how they got to the point where they're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like even with stars, like I was sitting there with stars, and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I could use real life, you know, uh, musicians and things like that. You know, I was like, but one, I don't want to get sued if things get real real popular. These people gonna come for their money, you know, and I don't want to deal with that. Um, so then I created stars. You know, I'm like. Um, me and my sister, we used to watch Jim and Holograms when we were younger, so I kind of did it in a sense for her, like created it. Um, and as I started like building this story and everything, and I'm like, you know, okay, what is what is their name? So like, I actually had a at one point I had a different band name than mm-hmm. Stars, but Stars is actually an acronym for for them. So it's like you know you have Siphon, Tectonica, Avian, Render, and Soul, and that's Stars. Yep. So like a lot yep. of people. Like some people didn't see it until like I pointed out that they were like, "Oh, yo, mm-hmm. I didn't even notice that." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like that's the stars." It's, it's them. So, so no, that's they what the sort name of, came like from. they sort of like, like into that yeah. that in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah when they yeah. started the, mm-hmm. we gave the old introduction, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how people would. Yeah. Just remember, like, thank you. Yeah, I see Some people catch it right <laughs> off the bat, <laughs> you know. Um, and like that's the thing, like for me too. Like I, I love to write stuff because i know a lot of people out there are actually readers you know they don't want to be told what's going on mm-hmm. they don't want to be shown what's going on they just want to follow the story and figure it out for themselves in a sense like yeah like for instance like yeah. i have characters who 
like you said, with Temple High, like you notice the diversity in Temple High is insane. And people have been pointing it out, like, why is it so why is it so diverse? Why are you doing this? I'm like, because why not? Like we live in a diverse world. Like there's people everywhere all over this planet, you know. So you know, so like like why not? You know, and I didn't do it for the point of trying to think of a way to say it without I don't know. I've been getting a lot of trouble. I'll just say it. <laughs> so, like, I've been thinking, yeah, so, like, I've been thinking of, of a way to do it where it doesn't feel forced. And Four. that was like my biggest yeah. thing um, in creating my universe. And that's what I, I got from it, too. Want this to it feel didn't, feel, it yeah. didn't feel forced at all. It yeah, did not you know, so. Yeah, and and in and in doing that, I just decided, you know, not only make it diverse, like, because a lot of people just concentrate on diversity as far as like lifestyle and color. And mm -hmm. I'm like, there's more to folks who are diverse. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like in Temple Highlight, like, one of the students is autistic. I don't know if people picked up on it, but some people when they came back, they asked me, they were like, is he kind of autistic? And I was like, you got it. And when I tell you the character's <laughs> name, you're, you're gonna see it. But um Dan and Talone, the one who was playing with the the puzzle box. Oh! Yeah, and a lot of and, yeah, and some people okay, they so see it and they're seeing it like yo, you know. So and it's like the, right, and the way I did it, I was like, I want you to figure it out, you know. And like, and some people came mm -hmm. back and was like, yo, he's, you know. And then they yeah. saw the other person, and then I remember I had somebody, okay. and I was talking to um, SJ about it, and and mutant glue also, and I was like, yeah, somebody came down on me, and it was like, you don't represent for LGBTQIA plus, and I'm like, which book did you read? And they were like Temple High, and I'm like, then you're wrong because there's a character who quite literally told you she was bisexual. Yeah, like verbatim, right there in the book. Right, no, she's literally like she sits down to the table and says, like, I'm into you, but you're into the main character. Exactly. You know, so she straight up says it. You know, so it's like, and that and that just let me know that folks don't read. You know, and that and so I'm like. You know what? I'm just gonna keep writing my source because 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 the fan base I'm building is from readers. Like I've noticed, folks who like uh, manga love my comics. Folks who uh, like novels even read my comics because they said it feels like you know like a novel, just a novel with pictures. You know. Mm -hmm. And another compliment that I got: someone's mom she read Yamo Stigmata, and she said oh. it felt like she was reading a movie. And I was like, oh. wow, that's like that's a dope compliment that's right cool. there, you know. Oh, so yeah. so that's, um that's a big compliment. Yeah, yeah. But um Especially it's, it's so much mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, like, right. You know, so awesome. and from what they told me, they were like, Yeah, my mom really doesn't read that many comics, but she saw it and she was intrigued by the fact that it was a Tuskegee Airman that was the main character. And she was like, Let me check this out. And then she read it. And I told my friend, I was like, don't let her read issue two, though. Don't let her read issue two. Issue two, the thing is, like, my issue two is solid. Like, that's one thing, too. Like, I want to make my issue two solid. Because, you know, we all, we've all seen it. Like, we'll read a comic and then the next issue or read a manga and then the next it's issue. True. Like, oh, well, that was lackluster. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I wanted to keep going. Like, yeah. in the arcs, I wanted to keep getting better in the arcs. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes to the next arc, I wanted to feel like it's fresh, like it's another day in life, just like in real in the real world. Like mm. you know, like if you if you play sports and stuff, you may be training for you know a, a soccer game or a football game or, or whatever. Yeah. But then after football season, the next part of your life isn't going to feel like football season is going to feel like that next part of your life. And that's how right. I want all the stories to feel as the yeah, different arcs go through. Yeah. Like it feels like it's a you know a different point in life within that year or so on. So so it gets that build up again. So it's not like so one thing for folks to especially like when you're reading the arc is gonna get better, 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 and then you're gonna get to the next arc and it's gonna build up again, you know, because it's going through that life and then it's gonna, you know, just like a story you rise up to the climax and then you come down as the other story. Um so but yeah, 
Honestly, and these are just four titles. Like they're <laughs> no, uh, you have a lot. When I looked at the back. It's like yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, there's it's a lot of there's a lot. I have like and 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 these four stories are just in Sovereign Orange because I have different ecosystems. So I have Sovereign Orange, Sovereign Black, Sovereign Manga, oh. uh, Sovereign Mangaka. So I do have mangas that are coming I out. I did not and, know. Um, I did not yeah. know. Okay. So so the first manga actually that came out. Um, SJ was gonna get them actually. She was gonna get them, but they <laughs> sold out at the con. They were ready. Sold out. Oh, so fast. wow! Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you mentioned that because I saw and I wanted to congratulate you. Congratulate Thank you on that. I saw that a lot Thank of you. your stuff sold out. So that's yeah. actually pretty big. That's, that's big. great. So, so now it's like, oh man, I got to restock. That actually brings me to another great question in terms of how has the growth been for you since you started. Um, sorry, oh, yeah. comments. How have you seen like the rat and his popularity? It's gonna get people being receptive of your mm-hmm. work. Well, you, you've already said a bit of that yeah. as well in terms mm-hmm. of people how they feel about it, um, right? And the, the diversity that's mm-hmm. going on in it. So yeah, but how how have you seen it expand? So, so I've seen it go up and down. Like there were some uh, points where I'm not gonna lie, like I wanted to quit. Um, mm-hmm. Fortunately. SJM, Mutant Glue, and then two of my other friends, Scorpio and John, they were in my corner. They were like, man, you better not quit. You put too much stuff into this. So <laughs> so there was points where I wanted to, I was like, man, I want to quit. Did, and like, I kind of felt like... Story? Like, did you hear, like, yeah, the, yeah. the glue connected it? Like, yeah, you definitely put too much work there. You have the... Exactly. Exactly, you know. <laughs> I mean, That's like, what they were telling me. They were like, man... They were like, if you quit, I'm coming to your house right now. And I was like, No, oh, I agree with them. I agree with them. <laughs> I will fight you. I will Yo, fight so, you. Yeah, so it was it was just crazy because I felt like I was like, man, no one's really catching on. And I was like, especially like in America, like in mm-hmm. in the black community in America, it was like a lot of people weren't reading it. And then I had like one person, and it's, and it wasn't a lot. I think it's just some individuals who talk louder than I do, like as far as like <laughs> their reach um okay would tell people like they've never read my books but they'll tell people i don't read that his books don't his books don't matter and like i actually had somebody come to me based off of something that someone told them and they told me that i wasn't for the culture and i'm like well, well what do you mean what and they were like well what, what? they were like well one of you that is like one of my one of my black characters are Rainus, who's in cypher team the dude mm-hmm. has four doctorates right and they were like he has four doctorates that's not for the culture and i'm like so what black people can't get four doctorates? <laughs> like, oh, so I'm, so I'm so confused. What are you trying to say? Are you trying oh, exactly. to say that, that black people can't it. be that smart? Exactly. You know, so like when a dude told me that, I was like, man, I was like, I have freaking I was like, I have two degrees. I'll make three if you count my associates. He was like, You don't have you don't have three degrees. Mm-hmm. I don't have associates in meteorites animation. I have a bachelor's in uh business development and an MBA in marketing. Right. And he was like, Oh, he was no. like, Well, you're 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 a nerd. I'm like and this is the problem. That is inherently the problem. That is kind of inherently yeah. the problem. And I was, and I kind of, I had this conversation with people, uh, I think some of my friends before, and which I was saying, when it comes like the Marvel uh, series, for example, a lot of mm-hmm. people, well, black, in the black people, didn't really take or get into it before it's like oh that's just yep. nerd, nerd stuff mm-hmm. the black panther came and it's like yeah, right, and this it. is why yep. stuff like this is important black panther came and it's like wait whoa mm-hmm. wait hold on whoa no. superhero. this <laughs> on yep. screen it's one movie yep. i gotta go see this and now it's like wait mm-hmm. now i have to read all of the marvels so it's like oh wait i'm into marvel now like 
exactly and it's funny you mentioned that because it's crazy how it works because like even with me like i've been reading comics my entire life and i used to get picked on for that and then when i hear like some black folks like oh well you know I couldn't go to comic book shops. And I'm like, where were you at? I'm like, I grew up in North Carolina. And I don't know if y'all know a lot about the South, <laughs> but North Carolina is hella racist. And I've never got into it. I've never got into a into a comic book shop and they're looking at me like, what you doing here, boy? Like I've never had that. I've never experienced that ever. You know, so whenever I heard people saying, I'm like, Okay, where'd you grow up? And they're like New York. And I'm like, I know good and damn well New York ain't do nothing like that. Like, not New York. <laughs> like, cause I like I, I would expect that in North Carolina. Like, you'd be like, oh, I grew up in North Carolina. I'm like, well, in the mountains? Like, because I grew up near the coast and we never we, I never had that problem. Like, matter of fact, mm. white my white friends were the ones who were giving me the comics. Like, hey, you read this, mm -hmm. you read that. You know, and I remember um <clears throat> when Blade came out, like I was talking to somebody and they were like, Oh, you know, they finally got a black vampire. I was like, you know, it's a comic book, right? They were like, That's not a comic book. Like, yeah, it is. I'm like, Blade yeah. is a comic book character. <laughs> like, no, he's not. I'm like, yes, he is. It was Marvel. Yeah, yeah and they're like, you know, it, it was just like having that argument back and forth and stuff. And wow. so it was it was crazy because like I was stoked. Like when I found out, I was like, oh snap, they finally doing a blade movie. You know, um, and I was yeah, I'm telling my age now, but I was stoked when that came out. I was in high school when that came out, but I was stoked, right? So it's same thing like when Black Panther hit. You know, some people didn't even know Black Panther was an actual comic book character. I'm like, yeah, he's mm -hmm. been around. Yep. Forever, mm -hmm. like his first appearance was in you know Fantastic Four. Like I forget the issue number, but he's been around forever, yep. you know. Um, and some people's first introduction to him was the movie, it was. which is the reason why, like you said, that's the important part of it. Which I totally agree. Like doing those things, that's important. Um, mm -hmm. But I just wish that some folks would uh, recognize how long it's been around. <laughs> I wish there was a little more or less of the uh, it's only been around mm -hmm. as long as the MCU has been around in terms of, I guess, yeah. we're talking about Marvel, yeah. but yeah. no, these are actually, you know, been things mm -hmm. that have yep. channelly been around in terms of different exactly. media's animated just shows, do. comics, yep. everything like that. Because it's just like with Nubia, like a lot of people found out, like, oh, they finally made a Black oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. I'm, and I'm like, Nubia's been around since the 70s. And I got into a conversation with someone on that. And they were like, no, she's new. I'm like, no, she's been around forever. I was like, the original story for her was that um, she was um, Wonder Woman's twin. Um, Wonder yeah. Woman, you know, yeah. the, their mother made it from two different sets of clay and mm -hmm. make them. So you had brown clay and then you had, you know, the, the tan clay. Mm -hmm. And that's what she made them. But, um, I think it was Aries ended up kidnapping her. So if y'all remember, um, I forget. No, no, I'm, I'm getting twisted up. I watch so much comic book stuff, I'm getting twisted up. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Aries ended up kidnapping her. Um, and then she ended up coming back and, and fighting for the role. And what a lot of people don't remember is like there was a point with Wonder Woman where she went through this, this, she didn't have her power. So she was kind of like this spy Wonder Woman. And that was like mm -hmm. the late 60s into the 70s. So when all oh, yeah. of that was going on, that's when Wonder Woman was like, <laughs> that's when Nubia had the monitor that she was Wonder Woman during that time, you know, because mm -hmm. she beat Diana, you know, um, and she got mm -hmm. the the role of Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. um, so like a lot of people see Nubia now, like they finally did it. I'm like, yeah, that was, they did it freaking almost 50 years ago. <laughs> like this isn't new, <laughs> you know, I'm like, um, and, and that's why I was like, I tell a lot of people, I'm like, the one thing I agree with, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and say there aren't black characters because there are. I was like, mm -hmm. however, I will say that DC and Marvel did a 
very horrible job in marketing those characters and and yes, they do. so yeah. so yes, I, they I will do. say that you know so like that and that was one of the conversations like I even had on my podcast and talking to folks I'm like I'm not gonna say that you know a lot of people just like oh there were never black characters only like, there were yeah. now yeah. can we argue did they do a good job in marketing these characters yes we can argue that because Absolutely. even DC has some amazing characters like Mr. Terrific. Like Lightning, Vixen. Yeah. Vixen yeah. should have had a comic book a long time ago. <laughs> like she, yep. she had oh. one, but it didn't go for her. Like she should have a comic book in rotation at all times, based off of her power set. Like I would love if DC hired me. It was like, hey, can you can you write for Vixen or can you write for Mister Fantastic? Mm-hmm. Not Mister, but Mister um, Terrific, because Mister Terrific, he's considered one of the smartest individuals in the DC universe. And on top of yep. that, as far as detectives, it's like him. Well, in order, I would say is detective chip, Batman, Mr. Terrific. And then Constantine, I think in that order, as far as like, who are the best like detectives and then like, um, yep. And then it's like, um, who is it? Uh, one of the, it is the one who became red Robin. I can't think of his actual oh, Tim, Drake, Drake, Tim Drake, Tim Drake, Tim Drake. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he's considered like in there too. Like he's yes, a high yes, top yes, detective yeah. too, you know. So yeah. Yep. So it's like Mr. Terrific, this dude, he has his own, like literally his office is in a pocket dimension. <laughs> you know, like his his yep. lab is in a pocket yeah. dimension. Like yeah. this dude is freaking hyper intelligent. But and then they that get thing they gave him a book called The Terrifics, <laughs> which was pretty dope, you know. Yeah, but I don't think it's running anymore. So yeah, I don't like, think it sold pretty well. So yeah. when that happens, yeah. you just pulls the plug and still leave. And I hate yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, I and it was that. a it was a great book. Like that book was, yes, it that was. Book was doing it was a good yeah. book. Yeah. And that's, um, that brings me to my other frustration with DC in terms mm-hmm. when it comes to static, because mm-hmm. so many people has have rallied and said we want static. It's very yeah. popular. People have a desire for it, but it's like they just refuse to do. We stack as a stack shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they refuse. Oh, I to love stack shock. Anything yeah. with static, and it's just it goes back to your point in terms of marketing these heroes. It's yeah. like there's no reason because they will do very well if put. If they put out them out, there, you know, yeah. And, and my thing is like I had stack two shock make a good One of my series. arguments is it was, and he had a comic like um. Cause, Cause, I actually have his DC run comics uh, for the New Fifty Two. He had his own, ah, he had his own title, yeah. and it was dope. Like yeah. in New Fifty Two, that was one of my favorites when I was reading New Fifty Two. Like his powers were evolving. Like this dude ended up getting like electric, um, well, uh, electromagnetic healing. So if uh, I'm yeah. probably yeah. I'll be spoiling this. I'm sorry, y'all, but it is no, no, no. I, I think well, I mean, like you, you know this part, but it's like his arm gets cut off, and then like. Like this static stuff happening and it reconnects his arm. He's like, What? Because he's never had that before. Like he's never done that. And I was like, okay. Now I'm like, they're taking him on somewhere. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're canceling static shock. And the reason why they not no, then it was just called static. So they're like, we're canceling static. Yeah. No, actually the title was static shock. Um, but I was like, why? And then of course you find out, oh, they didn't sell well. But I'm like, but did y'all market it? I'm like, because when Batman gets a book. It's everywhere. That's why it's exactly a new title. (laughs) You know, so it's like Omar, yeah, I heard my rants about this, but don't get me started on that when it mm-hmm. comes to Batman, because I'm at the point now where I'm like, DC should just re- rebrand the name and just call it simply Batman. That's it. Because yeah, that's they the only thing that well, is, is, <coughs> in my opinion. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that, right? Because a lot of that, people, 
Detective Comics. That's what DC stands for. That's why, like, so many people got mad. They were like, DC dropped the comics. They're not doing comics anymore. I'm like, I'm like, technically, DC is their name is Detective Comics. So for the longest, they've been calling themselves Detective Comics Comics. <laughs> you know, so they so they dropped the comics off the end because DC is already. The C stands for comics. And Detective yeah. Comics, of course, was Batman's comic. That's who <laughs> made them all the money. And then they named mm, the comic. So yeah. technically, it is called yeah, Batman it Comics. Is, it is called Batman. <laughs> 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 ah, I didn't so, I, did, I actually yeah. didn't know that. I, just, I, yeah. I don't want to say I hate it, but it's just <laughs> so many other Now you know, Javon. Now you know. Anyway, like you said, there are, there are so many characters yeah. like. Even even in Marvel, like they have this one um, black guy. He's a black character. Name is Night Thrasher, and he's considered like as far as tech, he's as he's as high as Tony Stark. Like this dude owns oh. his own technical tech company and everything. Mm. You know, millionaire. He's he's not a billionaire level yet, but I did think he's like high in the millions. Name is Night Thrasher. Nobody knows he's a black guy. Then you have Blue Marvel. All of a sudden, Blue Marvel got popular. Yeah, yeah. Blue Marvel. Marvel. And he's like one of the strongest in Marvel universe, yep. in the Marvel yep. universe. Yep. And but they'll never show it. You know, they'll never do that. And that's my thing. Is like fingers crossed that right? Yeah, I hope they do. Like he needs, he needed a movie. Like hopefully he gets yeah. a movie. Like I would There's love this to see guy who I watch um, on YouTube of Raw from Comics Explain. He he yeah. wants Blue Marvel and the MCU so bad. Yeah. He was always yeah. talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob. He did do knows his stuff, you know. Um, because like I watch his shows just to see, just to make sure that I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I'm still on, you know. Because <laughs> he, he knows what he's talking <laughs> about. Yeah, he's like my he's like my video encyclopedia, and it says like I just watch to make sure I like I'm like, but if I'm thinking about something, like I thought this happened, and then I go to his page and find a find um like a uh, video where he's talking about it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I was right, I was right, you know, because that dude, he's he's a walking comic <laughs> book encyclopedia. Yes, he is. Um, yeah. So, but but it's crazy, you know, and and that's my biggest thing. That's the reason why, like, I know they did a lot of the, you know, like the popular stuff, like how they made Falcon, Captain America, and things like that. And a mm-hmm. lot of people were happy, but they were like, yeah, you know, we're finally getting it. And I'm just like, to me, it feels like, and this is just me, and this is where a lot of people got mad at me. I feel like uh. it was a slap in the face. <laughs> And this really, is how where I got because uh, we have we have black characters like just uh, market those characters like yeah. it's just like oh you know, so you're talking like, more of the race changing of characters right right you know it's, it's, like, it's, oh, it's yeah I got you no, yeah it's, it's like it's like if 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 I made it to the NFL and I came up behind a star running back you know I'm the new running back to the team and they're just calling me his name instead of mine mm, yeah. yeah it's sort of like how. That rumor, of, well, I'm not say a rumor. It was obviously happening. Mm-hmm. The Black Superman, where it's like this mm-hmm. is not what we wanted. Yeah, we, we didn't want you to basically change Superman or yeah. or someone as popular like that. We just wanted you to, like you said, push yeah. the characters that we push have. Because <laughs> yeah, because I heard like the rumor was like, oh, they're gonna make Clark Clark Kent back, and I'm like, why? When you have yeah, um, why? What's his name? Um, yeah, you exactly. have Ellis. You got freaking um, you got Val Zod. Just use Val <laughs> Zod. They've already been playing to the Zods being black already. Yeah. They've even done it in um they did it in um Young Justice. Uh, Young Justice. Yep, they did it in Young Justice and they did it in the Krypton TV show that was out. All the yeah. Zods were black. You yep. know, I'm like you're already alluding and so so as soon as I saw Krypton and people were mad about that, I was like I know where they're at. That's Earth 2. That's not the main Earth. That's Earth 2. That storyline is on Earth 2 if they're doing black Zods. You know, um right. and I'm like just use Val Zod. Like what what are you doing? Like he's 
he's already there. <laughs> you know, like yep. just use him. You know, market him and use him. Like people know who he is. Um, and then there's another one, another black Superman who came, who was made because they did this already. I think he was made in the 70s or the early 80s. But there's a Earth where all of them are black, like Black Wonder Woman, Black Superman, mm. and it's like all of them. And he's a, and they even put it in the comics that he was a different type of Superman because he could actually absorb sun better than actual Superman. You know, and Clark was saying like that was the hardest he's ever been hit in his life. And this Superman had like a fro, afro and everything. And yeah, like this oh. weird, like it was like a sun on his chest and it had the S in it, but it was a sun. And he was, he's strongest. He's one of the strongest Superman. It's like Superman Prime and then him. So, mm. yeah. And I know. So he's like one of the strongest Superman. I know. Yeah, so, I was like, it's like Superman, no, it was like Superman Prime, Superboy Prime, and then him, I think. Or he might be as strong as Superboy Prime because of the way that he absorbs the sun's radiations. So, okay. and that's my thing. I'm just like, I get it. I get what you're trying to do. Like we, because we need it. We need that representation. We need to see it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the characters yeah, we yeah. have. Like, like don't like don't give me a black Bruce Wayne. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, that that Nightwing. That's my shutdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly. It's like it's like you had, you had yeah. You know, it's like you had Batwing and and the new Fifty Two. And Batwing, mm-hmm. the original Batwing, his story was dope because he was a um, yeah! he was in Africa right. and he was a cop. He was a cop in Africa, so he was going mm-hmm. after like African right. warlords and stuff like that. And it was, yeah. mm-hmm. and so like they were starting to do the whole Batman Incorporated. They had like a Native American one who became a, became part of the Bat family, like all these different ones. And I was like, okay, now you're doing it right. But I guess because they didn't market it well, so people either didn't know or people saw it and just didn't buy it. They were like, okay, it's not selling, you know. But I can't really blame folks for not supporting it because no one can support something that they don't see. Like they don't they don't see it. So how are they gonna go? How are they gonna go and support it? You know? Um yeah. so I do think they need to they need to market way better than what they're doing instead of taking the popular characters and flipping them. That to me, yep. that's just crazy. I'm like, no, yeah, don't I do that. I, I, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, that's just so, no need for that. Um but I'm glad that, you agree because I because I had a lot of yeah, people get mad at me. They was like that's mother. You just don't no, want to see it. I'm like, that's I, not progression. A lot of people just, like you said, like a lot of people mm-hmm. just view it from that standpoint. Where mm-hmm. like it's dope, it's great and all, but at the same time, we have characters already. Yeah. No need to just, yeah, just, just use those yeah. characters. Yep. yep, just use use the ones we have yeah. mm-hmm. or create brand new ones. Yep. Yeah, that's that's yeah. literally I say that same thing every single time. Just yeah. make New characters, simple. Make as new that. characters or use yeah. ones that are already there. Yeah, just yep. you know, and, but you leave this established characters alive. Yep, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why it's like some of the folks who do read my comics. That's one of the reasons why they do read it because they're like, "Oh, these are new black characters." Okay, and they yeah. start reading the comics, and then they're like, "Oh, they're not stereotypical." And I'm like, "No, I, I'm not, I, I was going to say they have different personalities." <laughs> like, yeah, there yeah. was one that you had the girl. She's a big. Man, anime manga fan, and she's a full mm-hmm. weave. Then you have the yep, shy yep. girl. Then you have the different like you. It's there. I'm like, yes, this is dope. <laughs> you don't have. Oh, to there's know, a but... there's a weave character. Say less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her name is Jayana Smith. She straight up tells you she's like she loves it all. She's like comic book yeah. movies, mm-hmm. manga, everything. Yeah. Like she actually, yeah. I'll t- I'll tell y'all this. Like, cause her her power, she's part of a like this. I don't want to say intergalactic because they're bigger than that. They're like a universal, like multi-universal level um, security force in a sense. They they work for the blue flame, which I have like all these different pillars because you have the omniscient and then of course you have 
um, uh, Dia, who is the god of uh, entropy. And I don't know if y'all seen SJ's cosplay, but SJ yeah. is part head. Yeah. She helped me yeah. uh, bring her to life. And then there's Pandora also. But then you have the pillars, which the the um, the Omniscient made. So there's all these different flames. Um, and they're part of the blue flame of knowledge. So the way that it works, because a lot of people are like, oh, it sounds like Green Lanterns. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, but the difference yeah. is they have to die in order to become one. So it's like, wow. as they're dying, yeah. the flame, like, the flame will see them and be like, hey, it's not time for you to leave. Or you know, be like, I sense this in you, I'm bringing you back. So that's what it says there, since great knowledge and courage in her is like, uh-huh. I'm bringing you back. You're going to be one of my heralds. Um, and it's cool because like she can use flames to make different things. So she's a huge, she's like a huge manga fan. There's gonna be a point where she makes a I, mech suit and stuff I like that. So it. I was like, I gotta do it. <laughs> like I gotta make it. Happen. I appreciate <laughs> that because mm-hmm. I was gonna ask. Are mm-hmm. you a hunter hunter fan? Mm-hmm. Because I read that it's like you oh, have to come. Oh. From, you have to have came from. The oh Lord, you just no. It's um, a reason. It's a reason I said that because I'm like um, oh my the explanations <laughs> of the. I'm like, I don't fully understand, but mm-hmm. I'm rolling with you. <laughs> Judge is I don't really get it yet. And then when you say, oh no, oh, and I'm starting to play, why did you do this? How you called the church of Togati? I see. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Welcome, Bob, brother. You're here. If you go to Togati, Big yeah, Hunter Hunter yeah, I love Hunter Hunter. Like I was watching Hunter Hunter when people were like, when people were like, what is that? I was like, you'll find out eventually because Hunter Hunter was just like I'm a huge Bleach fan too. So, like, oh, so oh. that's why you'll see. That's why you'll see stuff in there too, like the way that things work, oh, Lord, like, two like with the characters. Because because that's my thing. Is like I, the one thing I loved about Bleach because a lot of people look at Ichigo and everybody's like, oh man, Ichigo is too OP. Ichigo is too OP. I was like. No, I'm like Ishigo got killed every time he upgraded. He <laughs> like that dude he quite literally get murdered in order to get stronger. <laughs> I'm like, Same. so and yeah, you know, so it's like so like in, in that, like I love the way they did that, how they did his his growth, and then eventually he was able to go toe-to-toe with, with the big bad at the end, and then not only go to toe-to-toe, but dude, like I think they made famous the whole freaking super mush is what I call it when they grab you by the face and take you to another city to fight. I was like, what in the world? Like he just no, Isaac, Isaac, we need to go. He's like, need to go. I can fight you here. No, let's go. <laughs> just took him to the took him, took him home in the city. I'm like, damn. All right then. Oh, yeah, man, they crazy. they start they at the bleach and I will say bleach as far as like like the shonen story I think bleach. Well, I can't really take away from Yu Yu Hakusho too because Yu Yu Hakusho has some flexes yeah. in it too, and of course yeah. Dragon Ball Z of course had the flexes, yeah. but bleach I think took the flexing to a whole another level. It was like everybody had to come in like Let's say, oh, we got we got we got to start making like. When Eisen revealed himself to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I, this is this I is where I said that Bleach was was amazing to me. So mm-hmm. Ichigo Goddess Bond guy or whatever he fought Kenpachi Everybody thinking Bond guy Ichigo was so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I even stopped this man so with one with finger. finger. <laughs> with this finger, but I'll, I'll double yeah. up on that. So much, have you so seen Have more. you seen the whole anime yet, um, Vengeance? Yeah. Have you seen the whole anime? I'll double up on that. It goes to show just how strong Ichigo's dad is. 
because Ichigo dad appeared, saw Aizen, and Aizen was like, oh, you're here? He's like, I'll talk to you later. Thump, thump. <laughs> you, you just come in here and thump Aizen. Like, you just thump him in the forehead. I'll talk to you later. And just thumps him in the forehead. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Like, you know, I'm like, Ichigo dad, that, that freaking strong, you know? So it's crazy. So it's crazy, you know, seeing all that. So, like, I, I love to do that. And that was like my big thing with Temple High. When I ended, I was like, y'all wanted to end on this flex mode, you know, I wanted to end with this huge flex, and it did, you know, like with oh, you mean the, Damien's uh, like, right. the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damon's uh, like, okay, I'm like, yeah. to fight you, and then uh, there's, there's another flex too. Was, there's another flex. I think that you did a great job um, writing that fight as well. I, I Thank was, you. I was Thank very you. intense up to the cliff. So I, I legit was upset. It's like, why is there not? Why do I not have the second, the second, the second issue of this yet? And I will say. I love that you gave his power, you gave him magi powers. Mm-hmm. It's even better because I recently read um, The Children of Blood and Bones. So, mm-hmm. magi has just been in my head. So, it's like, when, yeah. you, when I saw that, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what? And also, I like, I like magi too, and I love that. Like, because like, I was already, like, before I started watching magi, I was like, oh, I want these people to deal with the djinn because my whole thing is like, Everybody knows genies and jinn based off of Aladdin, but I'm like, that's oh. not really what they are. I'm like, I've watched Aladdin. I'm like, but I've also watched Wishmaster, and I don't know if y'all see that horror movie, um, which is I kind of use it in reference to issue two, as uh, as Krista is explaining what it is that Damien's family does. Yeah, and, and Wishmaster is talking about the actual jinn where they corrupt your wishes so like you'll wish for something they'll yeah. give it to you but there's going to be a major cost at it so they play with humanity and stuff like that um <clears throat> so his family hunts them down because they're hunting them down based off of um based off of a uh, one of their ancestors who what? who who married a gen and then pissed that gen off and she was like oh okay so you want to you want to play games? Then we're putting you on the blacklist. So Jin started coming after his family. He didn't realize he married a queen, you know, um, like an actual Jin queen. <laughs> he didn't realize I, he had. So, yeah. so it was pretty crazy. I want to read about his parents so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, from that one issue. Like, I, I really yeah. want to read about that. <laughs> like, I do plan on I doing, like, some type of um, graphic novel for that. That's probably going to go on a black, oh. time from black. was going to start off with, like, his, her, uh, his mother's past and then okay. tell different stories and stuff and, like, have it where it's, like, uh, a graphic novel of different stories throughout the past coming oh. up to them because they do have a, a major villain who shows oh. up in Cypher Team. Um, his name is Jin Lord, and he's actually a, a, a descendant of uh, King Solomon. So he has Solomon's ring, and so he can control, he controls like six different Jin. So he can, tr- he can control Jin because there's like I, I also do a lot of research uh, with one of my stories, like science <laughs> research and sure. religious research and, and all I of sure. that stuff because. Because I know in the Quran it says that King Solomon controlled jinn because they believe in that, like in Islam and stuff, they believe in jinn. Mm-hmm. And then in um in the, in the Holy Bible where it mentions um, um, King Solomon, it says that he he was able to use the ring to control demons. Um, so kind of the same, just different names. And so I just brought that back. It was like, okay, I'm gonna have it where he can control jinn. And this individual, a uh, jinn lord, is a descendant of King Solomon, and he was like a um, archaeologist, and he went looking for the ring found it already had a gin attached to it and then he went and hunted down more gin so he's going after their family to get the gin from them that they have because his mother uh damien's mom she has the uh the the king jet the king um mineral gin is what i call him but he's like an earth gin and he's the king of the earth gin and his father has the queen of the fire gin 
And Damien's Jen Sparky, if you can tell from Tibble High, he's kind of an asshole. Uh, <laughs> that dude was just, he was just clown. He was a clown to Damien. I love the personality of the camp. <laughs> but, his, but his Jen is, um, his Jen is interesting. That's all I'm going to say. Um, okay, okay. Because he's he's not who he comes off as. And we'll find out later mm. as, as time goes on. Um mm. And right. say, that's the reason why he gives Damien so much a hard time because he let Damien catch him. But it's, <laughs> this is gonna be more that comes up. So okay, I can't wait to see. Can't wait to see. Um, before I go on, that you anyone else have a question? Um, here. Before oh I, yeah. I know, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I did. It, 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 it was something I noticed because when I was reading stars and I got to the end and I saw the the splash page with all the comics that you have coming out, I noticed mm-hmm. that. In Cypher Team, I, it, to me, it seemed as if the person who was on the cover of Temple I won was in mm-hmm. Cypher Team as well. Mm-mm, so no, that is uh, Rainus. Oh. Um, yeah, that's okay. Rainus. They just both, both have locks, but Damien's locks are more brown. Rainus's yeah. locks are jet black. Um, so okay, they both okay. have locks, but Damien's parents are in Cypher Team. So okay. the one, so there's a character who's bald, and then there's yeah. Alchemy. She's the one who's silver. Um, that right. alchemy is his mom, and the guy who okay. controls flames, uh, Fireblade, that's his dad. So they're right. a cipher team, like so they're part they're part of cipher team Alpha, which they mentioned in Temple High because people found out, like, hey, your parents are such and such. Okay. And he's like, oh crap, because he knew the whole school was going to come after him when people found out. <laughs> which they did, yeah, which they did. <laughs> but another, I had a comment. Uh, the the Shadow Nexus thing. When I the, mm-hmm. the second they went into that place, I was like, mm-hmm. this is like. A negative speed for a cipher thing. <laughs> I thought that that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. It's like it's something that I wanted to do with uh, my speedsters because I know, of course, the most popular speeds. I mean, everybody, people love Quicksilver. I like Quicksilver stuff too. But let's be real, the most popular speedsters is is the Flash in the Flash yeah. family. You know, so yeah. as oh, I was building, yeah. I was like, I was like, I want to do something different. Um, <clears throat> so I created different types of speeds. So with her, um, hers is Speed of Dark. Her sister mm-hmm. is in Temple High. Um, I don't know if you call yes. who her sister is. I, I, I haven't read Temple High yet, but that's Speed of Dark. Yeah, but her sister, uh, she has yeah. Speed of Light. And then there's another character in Temple High. I'm not going to say who it is, but there's another character in Temple High. She has Speed of Sound. And then there's going to be mm. the Speed of Thought, Speed of Sight. Like speed of quantum, like there's all these different types of speeds that they have. And it's like um with all of these different speeds, it gives them additional powers. So like with her, she can control shadows and things like that. Whereas her mm-hmm. sister uh can, can 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 make can form hard light and can bend light and things like that. And each one of them has their own thing. So like the one who has speed of sound, she can actually control sound. And I know like when I was mentioning to someone else, it was like, but speed of sound is slower than the other ones. I'm like, yeah, but if she can, I'm like the whole body, you know, because we got liquid in our body and our body reacts to different uh, sounds and different notes and stuff like that. I'm like, so mm-hmm. imagine her being able to control sounds. She could just break you down by hitting a certain, you know, a certain, you know, making a certain sound at a different, you know, uh, frequency that can make you pass out, make you throw up, make you have, you know, dementia, you know, make you have delusions, make you have uh, wow. all sorts of stuff, you know. So that's kind of how, how they operate. That's cool. That's, that's mm-hmm. uh, so, I, I, yeah, I like the detail with that too. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I did. Great, I did a lot of thought into it. I was, I, 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 I was like, I, I wanted to be different. I was like, you I wanted a, to be different. I, you know, you put a lot of work into your series. Like that. Thank you. The hard work mm-hmm. shows. I, I will say that thank the you. hard work definitely shows. Um, the thought thank to put you. in your story, okay. which is a, which is great to see from mm-hmm. a, definitely a lot of writers. You know, the thought thank you. put into the story and for everything to blend well and for the stories to connect in a way it makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm going to need you to, to send more copies to SJ because I, I got to read it. You know. <laughs> like, we, we, you, we'll make you, it happen. You, you told I really, really want to start reading that I am hyped. I'm excited. I need to see what happens. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, I, I was just sitting there the entire time saying to myself, man, I, why can't I read this like right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. For real. And that yeah. actually brings us, segues into something else. The people have wanted mm-hmm. it by people like me and me. When are we getting posters? <laughs> yeah, oh, so posters are in the store. Yeah, what? posters are in the they store. Are? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got nine different posters even, in the store. Even even posters of this. Is what I'm saying. This. I think this? I have. I I don't think I have a poster of that yet, but I will be ordering some of those because uh, I remember because uh, Ashley told I me on one of your lives I mentioned that. Yes. And she and she was like, look, she was like, they they want posters. Like, all right, I get that one in there because I have that's the <laughs> that's one of the ones I don't have. But yeah, they'd be in the store soon. Okay. Um, yeah, I got like I got like nine nine different posters in there. So including like um Ooh. like even with the Yellow Stigmata, like I have a reversible poster in there, um, which is like his wanted poster. So one side is like an old Western style wanted poster, and then when you flip it over, is like a, a alien type you know futuristic looking poster and stuff. So Ooh, I know nice. when I was at my last con, people saw that. And they loved the Western one. And then when I showed them the back, they was like, oh, wow. And one dude bought two. He was like, I'm going to get both because I want to be able to show both, <laughs> you know, be able to show both posters <laughs> on the wall. So, um, mm. But yeah, so they're there. Um, a lot of apparel, too. Like, I built up the store a lot. So there's a lot of apparel in there. Um, I got some stuff coming this month. I'm actually doing a pre-order for Temple High Issue 2 this month. Um, and I'm doing a... I'm bringing the... Oh, actually, this one right here. So... This is like the holographic cover right here. Um, I'm bringing that back to do a uh, to do a pre-order on. So, so there's a lot that's coming. There's a lot that's coming. Um, you are, I'm going to need that just, holographic one. You are very busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are very busy. Oh yeah. Um, if, if for me, like I love it. Like the more folks uh, tell me that they love it, it makes me yeah. want to do more. You know, um, for me, like. Because I know a lot of people who have been doing it, especially recently in the, in the in the comics world, it's been more about you know, oh, I'm popular. And for me, I'm just like, yo, are the fans happy? The fans are happy. All right, let's keep doing it. And that's like, I'm just here to make everybody happy to give people stories that they've never seen before. You know, um, things that are just that are just different. But I think I think you're gonna like how Damien snaps in issue two, yes. and that he go he goes Zadi, he goes Zadi for I real. need to um, see her. I'll just say that you, you, remember, you remember the Faraday cage in issue one? To say it again? When, when she made the Faraday cage in issue Oh, yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say that you'll see it in issue two. Like, it's, <laughs> all right, all right, gets, all right, all right, all right. Yep. Um, so, since you, since you mentioned going to different cons and stuff like that, have you had a lot of instances where people have dressed up as some of your characters? And if so, how. The the feeling <laughs> of seeing that been like for you. 
Wait. Wait, what? Sorry, sorry about that. That was my kids. They were asking if I can get the uh, X and if they can take the kid. No, I'm like, no, I'll leave the kid in here. So, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. That's cool. I was asking since you've been to so many different cons um, mm-hmm. with your comics and what's not, have you had a lot of instances where people came as their characters? And if so, like, how has that been for you to see? So, so like, I've never. I will say this, like, I know, you know, SJ's cosplay my characters, MG's cosplay my characters. Um, the most recent <clears throat> one that I've gone to was a KaiCon, and that's when it was like, you know, SJ, MG, Anubis, Asuna, Shegami, uh, like, so many different individuals came and they were dressed as my characters, and I'm just like, oh, wow, you know, that's so dope. Like, that's what I really <laughs> felt, and I was like, holy crap, I've never experienced this before. Like, it, it was crazy, but usually whenever I go to a regular con, like, no one has actually come up to me, like, dressed as my character. However, people have seen the characters, and they're like, oh, wow, I want to mm. cosplay that character. And so it's like, they wanted to. Did they actually go forward and do it? I don't know. But at a KaiCon, that's when I've seen, I saw it the most, you know, with the Chimeric, you know, and as they showed up there, you know, and, and everybody's just dressed as different characters, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like I, even though they're all my friends and I've seen their cosplays and seen them as they're working on them, it it's seeing it in real, really, it was I like wow, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, like, it was a, it hit different, you know. So I, I can imagine. No, I can. I definitely can imagine seeing something that you mm-hmm. work so hard on and then seeing someone yeah. in like a full like dedicated cosplay of them was like I can I can see that being a whole yeah. thing. But to segue off that too, mm-hmm. so far. Uh, if you can, I know this may be difficult or may not. Who knows? <laughs> Who's been your favorite character to write so far? Oh, man. <laughs> you know, honestly, th- is, that's always one of the hardest questions to answer because each character Give me, has their own thing. That, that give, me so fun to write. give me three. Give me three. Give me three. I would say... Um, Tuskegee from Ayamo Stigmata. He's been a favorite okay. to write. Um, mm-hmm. Kunoichi has also been a favorite to write. Okay. And believe it or not, as far as Temple High, one of the favorite characters that I've had to write was Sayala. You know, Sayala Sean. Ah. And she's the one who, um, she her code name is Venomous. But she's been my favorite to write because she has this in a sense, kind of dual personality about her, where she's like this shy. She was the one who probably who had like the smaller yeah. letters, like all shy. And she's all shy and meek. And all I love the pause you give I'm like, this is a, this is a yeah, yeah. contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so but like if you back her in the corners, like yeah, yeah, like the lizard like, like the lizard brains, and she's ready to fight. Like she's like, oh, you beat her okay, <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, and so it's like she's she's fun to write too, just going back and forth from that because like an issue two, you get to see more about her. And you get to, because uh, I know issue one, they mentioned that she had to leave in eighth grade because she, because of her, you know, going through puberty and stuff, like her hormones are off the charts. So because of that, she was developing new new abilities. And there's a member who was part of Cypher Team Sigma, and there was, she came and she was like, okay, I'm going to take her with me. And you meet this character in issue two because she ends up being their homeroom teacher. Um and and she's dope. She's I just said she's a Gorgon, and I am gonna call her Medusa. I was thinking about giving her a new name, but I was like, nope, I'm gonna call her Medusa. She's a Gorgon, mm-hmm. but she's not like Medusa. She doesn't have snakes. She's actually more 
jellyfish. So you know, like the you know the scientific name for a jellyfish is, is like Medusa something. But that's what she is. Yeah. She, so she's more jellyfish. Um, and she's no joke. She's actually she trains cipher teams. So whenever they say, whenever they pick a team, and they're like, "Hey, you're going to be a new cipher team," she's the one that puts them through the crucible in a sense to make sure wow. that they're the best. And you get to meet her in issue two, and she's the one who trains. So, like, when you meet her, you're gonna be like, "Okay, I see who she's the lady." Because it's like <laughs> it's like they're the, they're the exact same. You can tell that she that she rubbed off on her a lot. Like she, you can tell that she looks up to her. Um, and I did that on purpose because um, that's one of the things I love about manga is because when characters have an individual that they look up to, you notice they start acting like that character mm. a little more. And that's yep. one of the reasons why I like, went Ichigo. Yeah. Like after a while, he started thinking more because you know I like this guy. He started, <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, he, he started. He started. Uh, <laughs> he started. He started looking up the you know as he calls them hat and claws. And claws. You know, he started looking, <laughs> yeah, he started, he started looking up to him. You know, um, and he noticed how he was just calculating and always thinking. So Ichigo started thinking after a while. You know, in the beginning he really wasn't thinking, then eventually he started thinking because that's what he looked Same up to. Before. You know. Mm. Same thing like a hunter hunter um, with when when gone looking up to um, like the the grand um, you know the guy who was over everything so you want to be powerful like him and I wanted to do that with his character like I was like you know I want her to have somebody who she looks up to and that's when Tira well her name is Tira Nanjim is her actual name but she goes um, her code name is Medusa so like when she brought her in to train her more that's who she kind of started looking up to she was like oh wow okay. And she, in a sense, kind of molded herself behind her. It's like she's her own person, but she still kind of molded herself. So you get to see more of that in issue two, as they talk about some things. But but Tara is no joke, man. She's <laughs> she is a she's a homeroom teacher for homeroom teachers, and and it's, it is so funny mm-hmm. because you know in manga they have these crazy homeroom teachers. You know, that's uh, exactly why you know it. like. Yeah, you know, like they have these crazy hormone teachers, and it's and it's funny because like everybody's looking at her, like SJMG, and some other like people who know manga, they were like, "So you're gonna you're gonna cover the eyes of the teacher?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not? Why not? Here's another, another badass eye cover teacher." So, so like, so it's like she has her, she's another, so so she's gonna stand beside Kashi and everybody else, like these badass eye cover hormone teachers. Automatically, she's once the eyes are covered. As a homeroom teacher, super powerful. Yeah, she's powerful. And then she and then she walks in at all white. She she has all white. And she has like oh, this cape that she wears. Oh, and she get like this little uh like, this cape that she wears on the bottle. So when she fights, she'll like disconnect the cape. And like, man, she's she ain't no joke. She ain't no joke. So she she's something else. She's I can't wait for people to see her because I want to see what the reaction is. Because a lot of people love Kunoichi. Because they're like, man, Kunoichi is just they're like she's flames, like she don't care, like she's going after everybody. And I want to see what people think about uh Tira, and I also want to see what people think about Dean Ring because you get to meet the Dean. Because you know, in issue one, she wasn't there, so she comes in at issue two, and her entrance, I had to make her flex, you know. Mm-hmm. And she and she does, she flexes, she and it and it's crazy because there's something that's said, like I said, I love to put things in the dialogue as I'm telling the story. Because, like I said, yeah. I know there's a lot of people who love to read the story and figure things out, but there's something that is said in the dialogue where you realize just how powerful uh, their dean is, you know. Because what she does, you go by dang, that's kind of messed up. But then there's something that's said, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, she's that accurate," <laughs> you know. So it's it's crazy, it's crazy. So 
But yeah, I think I think y'all will dig it, you too. And then also you you get you get to learn a little bit more about uh Nomi, which is uh the the, the student council president. You get to learn a little bit right. more about her and um what she went through. Why she's the way, and, she, and, she, why she's the way yeah. she is. Gotcha. Yep, I think because a lot of people are like, something mm-hmm. there. But as yeah, of right now, uh, I just mm-hmm. need to see her. Yeah, you know, yeah. get it's knocked out of just a bit. Oh yeah, she does. She she. she <laughs> and of course for her, and of course for her, because she's cocky and arrogant. She's gonna be. She's like, but Damien, um, Damien lets her know, like, hey, I'm a freshman, but we ain't gonna be doing this. Like, <laughs> like we ain't gonna be doing this, you know. So how's that work as well? <laughs> yep. So so that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's dope. You. You actually answered a bit of what I my next question to you was going to be in terms mm-hmm. of like kind of what were the pockets of storytelling you may have took, taken from the manga mm-hmm. and the comics and stuff. But I guess you kind of like you touched on that. So what mm-hmm. I would what I will ask though, so far for you, what's been the most difficult story to write? That's the kind of mm-hmm. how required you to put a little more thought into is like hmm. I want this to I want this to go a certain way, and so the readers mm-hmm. feel you know actually enjoy it and don't mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of going off the rails a bit. Like I have to pay yep. more talk time for this. So, so believe it or not, it was stars initially. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because uh, that was like the first because I didn't know which direction I was going to take stars. Like I knew the premise, I knew who they were, I knew the plot, but I was like. Where can I take this? Because I felt like every other title had its 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 path. Like it knew where it was going. Like in Temple High, you know that they're the future of the universe. You know they're the future of the universe. So I already knew. Okay, this is the path they're going. They're all coming to their own. They're gonna be either these great and the, and the thing too. Like uh, one of the things I like to separ- uh, separate because um, some folks have read it and compared it to my hero, and and I would tell them I'm like, hey, you know, the only difference is this not hero school. You know, it's um. Some of these students are going to be villains. You know, I'm not going to say who, but some of these students are going to eventually become villains. You know, um, I mean, it kind of shows. Some are going to be heroes, so on and so forth. Yeah, you can, you can kind of see who's going to be the villains if, if you look at it. Um, and so, like, um, um, so, like, so, like, with, with that in in, in Yamo Stigmata, you know, you got the Tuskegee Airman who's out in space. He's he's a bounty hunter. He has to go after the top 100 bounties in the galaxy. So I was like, that has his path. I know where it's going. But with stars, I was like, I don't know where this is going. Like, I don't know. Okay, once they do battle a little bit, as they become popular as a band, they have their 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 rogues gallery. I'm like, but where do I really want it to go? And then I was just sitting down talking to like SJ and MG, like we were just talking to Instagram, and then it just hit. And I'm like, because they love the dynamic between the girls, how they're always joking with each other. Because like, I think that's probably. Temple High and Stars are probably the most the two comedic ones. I think they have probably have the most comedy. Yeah, in them. yeah. Um, especially stars. So, yeah, yeah, yeah especially <laughs> stars. stars. Yeah, especially stars. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people love. They love that wackiness. Yeah. They love that comedicness. They love how the girls interact with each other and joke each other. And then it was like everything started. Paying. I was like, okay, now I know where I'm gonna take it. So that story is without it getting crazy. Is gonna it has some stuff coming that's just gonna be wild, but it's gonna. It's still gonna feel like stars. It's gonna be in their wheelhouse what you've felt in issue one, what you're gonna feel in issue two, but it's gonna be now I have a path for them. <laughs> um and now I would say the hardest thing for me to probably write would be Cypher Team. And it's not because I don't have a path for it, because Cypher Team's path is 
Infinite Rain, which is the story that I told you about that yeah. I wrote first. So that Cypher yeah. team is on the way there. That that's that's where that goes to. But I was noticing like some folks weren't really picking it up because they'll see it and think superhero, but they aren't really superhero. So I'm just like figuring stuff out. I'm like, okay, I, I had to figure I gotta figure out their tone. So folks can look at it and be like, oh, this is not superhero. They just have powers, but you know, these individuals you know, they don't play. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. And I figured it out. But yeah, initially it was stars and then it became uh, a cypher team. Um, but as far as like Temple High and Eniamo Stigmata, those are easy to, like, those are easy to write. Like Eniamo Stigmata is easy to write. Like I know where it's going. Um, same thing with Temple High. Temple High is easy to write. Um, like I'm about to start with issue three and issue three just gets, issue three gets wild. Like, it gets it gets crazy. It gets crazy. <laughs> so it's fun when it gets crazy. So you already got me excited for issue three, and I'm reading issue two yet. Yeah. <laughs> haven't read issue two yet. Pre pre warning. Pre warning. Oh boy. I'm sorry. Issue two starts on a cliffhanger. Oh Jesus! Stops on a cliffhanger. Stops on a cliffhanger. You can play. You can play. I, I don't know what to tell you. You have to draw eyes. Because why are you doing this to me? <laughs> you already left me on one cliffhanger. Why are you saying that? <laughs> and, and the, the cliffhanger for issue two is going to make people be like, oh, you wrong for that one. Like, you real wrong for leaving us on that one. Because it gets... Oh, my God. It gets pretty dope. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It's pretty dope. So... Oh, <laughs> uh, since we... I do yeah. It's... A very extensive conversation, which I've enjoyed a lot, honestly. Mm -hmm. it's been, it's been, yeah. Me too, me too, me too. Very, yeah. The behind your work and how you came about with the story and itself, which is expansive. You're insane, by the way. You're a sociopath. Yeah, psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to turn it on there. I was like, I don't, I don't know how that entire story in your brain mm -hmm. and connect all the dots back that leads to one singular point in the future, mm -hmm. and you starting off the past with like. Different. It's, 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 oh, it's hard. It's hard. I'm not even gonna lie. It's hard. It's like, but but I do have my favorite thing is I have one note, and so like a lot of my stuff goes in one note. Like I just have like all these different things. Like like when I say there's a lot coming that people haven't seen. Like there's a lot coming. Like there's you're gonna see different types of villains. Like it, it's so much stuff coming. Oh, I'm like, excited. About, I'm excited about the kind of villains you write. Mm -hmm. no, no. And there's like there's alternate universes. Like there's alternate universes and things like that. Like actually, one of the char one of the characters, I'm not gonna say who he is, but one of the characters, I don't think he mentioned it in Temple High Issue One. No, I don't think he mentioned it. But he's from an alternate universe, so one of the characters mm. in there. So, all right, all right. See, so and, and, and that's gonna be one of the first alternate universes that we find, and one of the first ones, or well, the first ones that they find, and one of the first ones they actually kind of go to war with is gonna be, it's gonna be massive. Because they, they used to they used to be on <laughs> the the main Earth, but then they decided to leave. They 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 found out about alternate universes and they found a place that would fend for them more. And so they picked up their entire city and left. And there's all sorts of myths and things like that, actual myths. So you might start figuring out who that character is, but there's actual wow. myths in real life that pertain to cities and things like that mm. disappearing. Okay. Okay. And so, like, the city is in an alternate this, universe. This now, guy so. created his own multiverse about this. This is wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Uh, but before we let you go, there's one more question mm -hmm. I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. And when we ask all our guests who come onto the pod, you know, because we are an anime pod. 
So it's it's very important for us to know to gauge oh and to get your kid. No, it's not it's it's not what you think, April. <laughs> and I feel like I know what you think, but it's not what you think. No, just to gauge your character a bit. So what I'm gonna do is ask personally your personal top five animes. Personal top five animes. So I'm gonna do this based off of rewatchability, meaning that I can go back and rewatch it with no problems. <laughs> okay, I like so okay. of course bleaches in there. Bleaches in there. You can stop uh, right now. You, you don't have to say no. anything else. Wow. I was actually watching Bleach, Bleach whenever you text me. It was like, hey, you know, we're, we're still, you can use the same link. I was sitting down watching Bleach because I'm rewatching it to get ready for yo. the Thousand Year Blood work because, yo, yo I am so I, ready for the Thousand Year Blood work. I, I think I knew it was yeah. something about Jeff so Hyde that I just, that I just didn't like. It, it makes sense now. <laughs> You all fell up Bleach fun, and I love oh, it. Wow. Come on, come on. Yep. Wow. Wow. You'll never hear the number four. What else? Uh, so Yu Yu Hakusho is another one. That's up there. Yu Yu Hakusho. What else? Gantz. I don't know if you've ever seen Gantz, but that's in there. Yeah. Another one of the ones that like was a was a guilty pleasure for me, and I watched it while I was the. I watched it while I was deployed because I was watching Bleach while I was deployed, which is the reason why Bleach has a special place in my heart. But this anime I was watching while I was deployed also is called Hell Girl. I don't know if y'all ever seen that. I know oh, what that Hell Girl yeah. is. Yeah, it's dope. That's so that has a special That's place right. in my heart too. That's all right. That's all right. No. Okay. And then uh, let me see. What else? What's one of my other favorites? I'm trying to think. Let's see. What was that? So that's the four. Let me see. I got one more. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think what my other one is. Mm-hmm. That fifth one, I don't I don't know. Like that'd be my like my top rewatch that I have to rewatch. I'm trying to think of ones that I've rewatched. You know what? Honestly, I know one that I've rewatched multiple times. Magi. Mm-hmm. That's yep. one of my top. I no. got, I have no complaints. I, 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 no. I always, we I, always I, say I, on this podcast how no we don't understand why there is no season three of Maggie yet. After all, I don't time. either. <laughs> like, yeah. what is up with that? It like, they did the, one, they did that short, that short season with, um, Sinbad. with, with, um, Sinbad, which was flames. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what are y'all doing? Bring this back. And then, of exactly. course, like, um, Shiru Saigisu. Sige- like he's the one who did the music for Magi. He did the music yeah. for Bleach. That it, to me, as far as like anime composers, he's the top. Like mm-hmm. yes, he, he even did the ones yeah, for the yeah. um for the Attack on Titan movie. They brought him back for Attack on Titan yeah. movie. It was like, hey, we need you to do the music. And he did it for that. He also oh in- Evangelion. Can't forget about that one. That's another dope one. He did the music for that oh, too. Yeah, that yeah. dude. I was, I was like, if my stuff ever becomes an anime, I'm gonna beg him. Like, please, can you do this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, I know it's gonna be flames. Uh, you so. know what? That's that's a fun. You just you just led me into a fun question. If you had mm-hmm. to pick, are you familiar with anime studios? Studios? Uh, yeah, like some of them, but not not, uh-huh. a, not a lot of them, but some of them. Um, uh, well, even then, with that, like I don't know, oh. I don't know. Perry, Perry, like Perry, when they were doing Bleach, they were good. Like Perry, would probably be one I would pick. G Ghibli would be one that I would pick probably for stars or. Yeah, mm. probably for stars. I think Ghibli would fit stars. Right. I don't know why, Ooh. but I think they would probably be able to do that. Okay. Um. Because I think they'll give it that, that that they'll probably give it that magical girl vibe. I think, and it probably will work. I think because like because even though Stars isn't a magical girl comic, I mean, yeah, it yeah. still kind of gives you that vibe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. All when girl I think team, that, so. that's what I thought it was going yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when they did the, they did their change, which I thought was funny because you had Avia who was just like, "I'm just going to change here," and everybody else is in yeah. the room changing their clothes. <laughs> I actually wanted to go more in depth in that and like I actually thought, have panels of them changing their clothes. I, like, I, I yeah. thought that was like that was a funny <laughs> nod that you made to the magical mm-hmm. girl series. The fact that yeah. they all just yeah. like, the rest of the room mm-hmm. to change, but she just decided like, "I'm just going to." Yeah, she just did it right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> honestly what I was talking <laughs> back to because I always got that vibe from them. And uh, one of my other friends, she even told me because she has a, a kind of a a magical girls comic that she's doing called beautiful soldiers it's so like oh. she saw stars and she was like this gives me a magical girl vibe Ooh. what she said i was like i know what i'm gonna do and like when i was writing that i was like you know avian she got nanite she could just change right on the spot you know <laughs> and so she does it and everybody's like oh, okay mm-hmm. so we gotta put in we gotta put uh-huh. it on our pants one leg at a time like and that. she just out here transforming <laughs> you know transforming in front of everybody you know um <laughs> But, <laughs> yep. but but it gets it gets better for the stars though. I'll say that it gets better for the stars. Um, okay, okay, okay. Because okay. I'm not I'm not gonna say how, but you know it's an interconnected universe, and you know the cipher teams are the top. But it, mm-hmm. it gets it gets better for stars, especially after this arc, because this yeah. arc is happy, but it doesn't. It ends heroically. This arc does. And you're gonna feel some warmth in your chest. You're gonna be like, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the, that's my girls. They did it. You know, they did it. But it's um, they realize they're in over their heads. You know, and I just mm-hmm. oh. issue one. In issue one, you kind of see that, like they're starting to realize, yeah. like, oh crap, this is a little too much. This is more than what we bargained for. And so as the issues go on, you start seeing that more and more. And then they realize they need, you know, like training and understanding and. And everything else, yeah, that they were lacking, because I really wanted them to feel, I really wanted the reader to feel them as okay, they're green, they're brand new, because like I said, I don't like seeing because they're a new hero team. They've probably had a they've had a band longer than they've been heroing, <laughs> you know, so they're new to the hero thing, yeah. and so yeah, they've been stopping ro- you know robbers and all this other stuff, but to go up against someone like Penumbra, who has full control of her powers and knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. like even. Like I had somebody mention the line that she said when she was talking to the officer, when the officer finally figured out that it was her. And she was like, Oh, that oh, money's yeah. three states away. You know, it's like you you kind of figure out, like, damn, she's fast. We just saw her in the bank. Like, exactly. When did she run this money away? <laughs> yeah. Like, when did she take this money away? You know, so it, yeah, so she's no joke. Yeah. So all right, all right. But, we'll, 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 but yeah. That's all right, all right. All right, so yeah. one is question. One is question. Mm-hmm. Current fave manga. Fave manga. Oh, just fave, for, fave manga. Sorry, re, re, refinished. Um, sorry, refinished reading Bleach because I had to read the Thousand Year Blood Work again. It's all Bleach for this dude. I love it. One of, one of the I mangas that I'm reading is like a, um, it's an indie manga called Apple Black. So I've been reading that. It's pretty dope. Ooh. Um, mm. and it's a, from another is a black manga creator, um, um okay. white manga. So I don't know if y'all heard, y'all probably heard of white manga, right? He's with Saturday AM. Um, so like he has some books that come out through them, but it's called uh, Apple Black. It's pretty dope. Um, so I've been reading his manga. I'm trying to think like, as far as that, what else was I reading? So I stopped reading my hero, not because it got crazy, not because a lot of people are, well, did you stop reading it because it got dumb? I was like, no, actually I was enjoying the story because I'm like, damn, Deku, you finally... You finally grew up here, my guy. Okay, let's see. Let's see what happens. So, like, I'm. Yeah, you know exactly where I saw. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, 
trying to free. He's out here doing it on his own. Everybody's like, yo, okay. yep. come and get some rest. He's like, I can't get rest. I have, I'm like, okay. Oh, Deku's no, not okay. crying anymore. Okay, but, Deku. But, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I, was like, I was waiting for this, you know. Um, so, like, I was reading that. But other than that, like, I really haven't read any mangas, uh-huh. any any other ones. Um, mm. Because, like I said, I've just been writing and stuff. And for me, I'm the type of person, like, if it's enjoyable, I will get sucked into it and be mm. reading it. And I know I should be writing. And I'll be reading mangas. Uh, um, um, and as far as comics, I'm not gonna say my own. That's egotistical. Promote yourself. I have no problem. Promote yourself. Love yourself, child. Love yourself. Right now. Yeah, like right now, honestly, mine. Like, because I, I, I'm about to reread them. Because like, honestly, because honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I had to. I had to reread them because at one point, um, you know, and, and we're all human. We all go have our ups and downs and stuff like that. And I was going through a down point, and I kind of forgot why I was doing it because I was still went back to that yeah. whole vibe of, you know, why aren't more people picking them up? And it happens, you know. Um, yeah. but I ended up reading. Um, because as because like everybody had the. Everybody was reading Arisha Exos, the manga version, while we were at the KaiCon. And they were sitting there reading it. It's like, yo, this is dope. Like, we had no idea. Like, SJ read it. Uh, Nubis read it. They MG read hers later. And it was like, yo, we had no idea this book was like this. And so I just sat down. I was like, you know, I'm going to read that when I get back home. So I made the trip all the way from Tennessee back to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I just sat in my room and read it. And I was like, this is why I do this. You know, and I, I, I came at it from a mind uh, from a mindset like you didn't write this. Just read it as if you're 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 a, a person it's reading it for the first time. You know, it's similar, yeah. And that's how I was reading it. And I was like, this is this is. And at the end, I was like, this is why you do this. I'm like, you created a world that people actually enjoy being part of. You know, so like I've I'm going through reading my other ones. Like I always read like the script before I write the next one because I try my hardest to cover up any plot holes and things like that. So even whenever I'm writing a script, like if I took a break, I'll start from page one and read all the way to where I stopped and then start writing it again, just to make sure that I catch things. Because, you know, sometimes you can, if you just start back writing, you can miss something that you said five pages ago, and then you'll say something totally different in the next page. And everybody be like, wait a second. You know, like you just said that they couldn't do that five pages ago. That's the reason why you see that stuff in books because people don't go back and read the script. I they did, just I, I was like, right. you know, so. you, Akira Toriyama, Akira Toriyama, you are not. I can tell. <laughs> Akira Toriyama, you are not. <laughs> I appreciate that. Remember no the problem. stuff that you do. You won't yep. be there yep. in your work with it. Oh, I just I forgot they had deals. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Because I go back, I read everything. Like, some people, like, they'll sit through their script and they'll just write it. I, because I've been writing for a very long time, I've, I used to do that. Like, I will sit down and just write a story and just keep going. But where I changed that is, um, I was working on a, a Sentai type uh, story when I was in high school called uh, Animanites, which I'm actually bringing, yeah, which I'm actually bringing to Sovereign Mangaka. And it's dope, too. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's, it, it's, it's, I think people are going to like it. Um, but I was writing a movie script for it, and it was like 275 pages handwritten on notebook paper of this script for this. And um, because I could take breaks, that's when I started like, okay, well, I took a break. Let me go back and read. So I go all the way back to the beginning and read all the way through just to make sure that I don't miss anything. 
And that's when I started picking up that habit. And plus I realized stepping away helps me clear my mind because before I would just write all the way through and then I go back and read it. And I'm like, man, you contradicted yourself a lot in this. Like you like, <laughs> this character was here and then all of a sudden they're over here. And I'm okay. like, how did they get there? So that's when I really picked up that habit of doing that. And, and I think that's what a lot of people do. They either write through the script in one sitting and then read it afterwards. And I'm like, oh, it's good. And don't make any edits or they'll um, take a break and then don't read what they wrote before they start writing again. And then a lot of people are very clumsy with editing. Editing is hard, is boring. So a lot of people are just like, ah, I'm not going to do that. But it causes problems if you don't. <laughs> like, it causes so many problems yeah, if you don't. Enough. So, uh -huh. yep. Um, but yeah, as far as comics, other than mine, I can tell you what comics I'm collecting. <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, collecting like all the milestone graded comics. So I'm getting um, like the original milestone from the 90s. So I'm going through collecting those graded. And then I'm also collecting the right. entire spawn run. So as you can tell, Ooh. I got spawn back there. So I'm ah, yeah, I do. I do see it. Nice, so. nice, nice, nice. I also have, I also have uh, Grogu. Grogu holding a puzzle box. I don't know if you've ever seen Hellraiser. I'm a huge Hellraiser fan. Like honestly, I'm a huge horror head uh -huh. anyway. So when I start bringing horror into the silvers, you would, like, you and Amal like, would fit right in. So, yeah. <laughs> I love horror. So, I love it. And yeah. yeah. our other partner, who's not here as well, is also a very mm -hmm. big horror fan as well. So you okay, uh, yeah. My, my favorite, my favorite horror, horror? Like, my favorite, yeah. my favorite horror movie is Hellraiser. That's my favorite horror Ooh. movie of all. It's okay. Hellraiser. Uh, my favorite horror writer, of course, is Stephen King. I've been reading Stephen King quite literally since elementary mm. school. <laughs> like I've been reading I'm his box. books. Like I was reading Fire. Yeah, I was reading Firestarter in first in fourth grade. I was reading Firestarter. So, what? <laughs> yeah, she just like, why are you, are you reading this? My, well, my mom, she. Yeah, my mom. She realized that I like Stephen King because she saw she was because she was this because like her favorite movie from Stephen King was The Stand. So like I sat down and watched that with her, but then she saw that I was watching Firestarter. She saw that I liked it. And she was just like, he's a real Stephen King fan. And then when she found out that I could write, because in my first grade, um, my first grade class, there we had a writing assignment. Mm -hmm. Um, and even then, like the teachers was like, Wow, he's beyond gifted as far as writing. And like I wrote a story that was similar to like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And like this kid, you know, like he was the only normal one left. So like we're following this kid and everybody's acting weird and stuff like that, like an invasion of body snatchers. And then when he realizes that is an alien invasion, like he finds his mom's body in his toy box. Like he's had like this oh, big old no. toy box. Oh, and so like he found his mom's oh. body in the toy box. So like when my teacher got oh, to that part, yeah. she instantly called my mom. Like, yeah, like, like she, <laughs> she instantly like, called my mom and was like, like, what's going on? And like, is that right? right. And that's, and like, um, I never, so like I I never, my parents never got that call, but I got the, yeah. are you okay? Conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was wild. It was wild. Cause I think, I think she wanted to call on two reasons. I think she wanted to call because of the imagination and then that part. So she probably got worried. And so like she called my mom and then my mom was like, I didn't even know he had a writing assignment. And she was like, did you know your son could write to this level? She was like, he's always daydreaming. She was like, yeah, I know. Cause that same teacher has called my mom before, but like, he's daydreaming in class again. But now she understood, you know, why. Um, and, and so, like, she set my writing up for, like, a um, contest, and I won the contest. And so ah, it, was, it was crazy, oh. you know. Um, so since then, I think my mom saw that. She was like, okay, you have a gift here. And she started giving me, like, she noticed I love Stephen King. So that was, like, the first book she got me. 
and then I read that, and then eventually she got the it and all the other books because like she wanted to make sure that they were all level. She eventually got me Stan, but Stan, I don't know if y'all seen the book for Stan, but that book is like is like the Bible. The, the book is so <laughs> thick. <laughs> that book is so thick. <laughs> so. A child, a child thicker than. Um, I have the book once. I don't know if you're familiar with the Aragon series, but I love fantastical mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, like, Aragon like, did have some thick books. Singer, yeah. so I, I, I never touched books I've ever yeah. read. Nothing is yeah. massive. <laughs> Aragon has some real thick books. But yeah, the, the stand was freaking... I don't even think I finished reading the stand because it was so it was so thick. And then, uh, so I was just like, wow. And um, But then also, I like I even have Stephen King's book over here, his book on writing, which I already um, read, but I'm going to read it again. Because like he's... He was a, like, as far as like people who were like my... The people who I said I had to meet before I die it was like uh-huh. before they die because they're all older yeah. than me. Mm-hmm. Was Stanley, which I didn't get to meet, unfortunately. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, um, Dwayne McDuffie, he was another one I had to meet, but I didn't get to meet him and he died, unfortunately. But it's like Stephen King and uh, Todd McFarlane are like the last two left. Oh. So I'm like, I gotta meet. I'm like, I gotta meet these two before <laughs> before they die. Like I have to meet them. You know, um so it's like those are like my four. And I was like, I gotta meet them in life. But two of them passed and those are like the last two. So um now Zack Snyder's starting to rise on that list. Um oh you're a Snyder which a lot of, yeah Snyder. which a lot of people tell me they're like, they're like they're like they're like you're crazy you like Snyder. I'm like I just I'm like I think he has like a a, a crazy like his vision is different I think. Yeah, so I'm gonna be honest with you when Man of Steel came out, me being a, a writer, when because I went to the theater on opening night, like late, late, late at night on opening night and watched it, I felt like I was watching a storybook. Like, honestly, that's how I felt. I felt like I was watching a book on, on the big screen. I know a lot of people didn't get what he was trying to do, and that's understandable, you know. like when you create something, even with my books, like you create something, you're going to have different aspects. Like you can have two friends, both of you read the stars and both of you are going to get two different things from it. You know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. natural. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So what I got from it, I was like, he's showing a Superman who has no earthly idea what the hell he is doing. <laughs> like no idea at all. But I think people thought that this was going to be like year 20 Superman you know, in a lot of cases. And I was looking at it like, this is a brand new Superman. He just found his ship, just found his suit, just found out he was from another planet, really. You know, it was finding himself. And so whenever it came to him fighting Zod, now it's like you're torn between two things. You know that your planet's been destroyed. Now you're meeting people from your planet. You can learn everything you can about your planet, but they want to take over your new home. So now you're stuck between, you know, two places. Like, do you help your new home or do you help the people from your old home? So he chooses to help his new home. And then a lot of people are like, well, the fight was crazy. Like, why didn't he just take Zod away? And I'm like, you got to think about it in this aspect. Like me, I'm a, I'm a trained fighter, right? Like, But for me to get to the levels that I was in fighting, I had to fight people better than me. You, when you're fighting somebody who like, like I've been fighting, like honestly, I've been fighting since, since I was a kid. But if I would have fight, let's say Bruce Lee was still alive, yeah. right? Me and Bruce Lee have equal strength. Bruce Lee has been fighting way longer than I have. If we had equal strength, Bruce Lee would kick my ass. Mm. Even if we mm. had equal strength. Yeah. So when you look at the, the Zod and Superman fight, Zod was a war general. He's been doing it longer than Superman. 
So it yeah. made sense that yeah. he was handing Superman his ass because Superman was new. Zod's been doing it forever, you know. So it made it made sense that that fight was like that. And I think a lot of people were thinking about comic book Superman and and what he is now as far as Pinnacle, not mm-hmm. what he was when he first started out, you know. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of. Because some people were like, well, why did he just fly him to the moon? I'm like, first off, they got the same amount, you got the same ability. You're dealing with somebody who's been fighting for decades. You're dealing with somebody mm-hmm. who's just new. If he would have tried to fly him to the moon, Zod would have punched him in the throat. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, he would have fought him back. You know, he wouldn't have let that happen. Just like, just like there was a part in the movie, too, where, you know, they're flying through the city. You see Superman trying to fly out of the city because he even says, I got to get out of here because the city is yeah, yeah. destroyed. And he's flying through the city. But every time he flies through, you see Zod grab him by the cape and pull him right back to the city because Zod was using this city as mental, as as, as like to destroy him mentally, you know? Mm-hmm. So he kept pulling him back into the city, even though he was trying to leave. So those are things that I, as a writer, that I caught on to. So I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. I get it. A lot of mm-hmm. people didn't like it, like I said, because they thought they were thinking, oh, this is going to be New Age Superman. It's like, no, it's, a, it's an origin story. And I like the way Zack did it. But then, of course, as the movie started going on, like with a lot of the, a lot of it was Warner Brothers' fault too, because they were trying to catch up with Marvel, which I think they shouldn't have done that. I think they should have just Agreed. kept letting him do what he was going to do. Um, because when you read his plan and what he had planned out, he had planned for like a five movies. That's all he wanted to do was just five movies. It's going to be Man of Steel, and then he was going to, um, I think he wanted to do a some type of Batman movie, and then he wanted to yeah. do Justice League, and then do a Man of Steel two, and then do a final Justice League. And he was gonna be done, you know. Um, but they were like, "Hey, let's let's do Batman v Superman," and that was a studio trying to catch up, trying to catch up with Marvel and all that yeah. other stuff, um, which really messed up a lot of things. I what I believe, like I, I don't think he's coming back personally. So it's yeah, like, no, I, you know, I I, I, I enjoy that, what, that yeah, because yeah, because yeah, exactly. That bridge is burned, and that's how I look at. it. I'm like, if he comes back, he's gonna ask for a stack, mm-hmm. and I don't blame him. For what he yeah. went through, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't blame him. If he was like, if y'all want me back, you're gonna pay me five hundred million. I do not. I wouldn't blame him if he asked oh. for that. Um, but I don't think he's coming back, and I'm just enjoying what he did. I just wish I, they would have let him finish it, and then we could have figured out at the end did this suck or was it good. Then we could have figured it out at the end if they would have just yeah. let him finish it. Um, I but I love the dude's fight. Yeah, I, I love the dude's fight scenes. Like, think about three hundred. What he did with that, like the fight. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. so it's like, and that's what I look at because, like, the the fights that I have on my comics and the stuff that are coming, I'm like, I would love to have his style on those fights, mm. like, just to see what he can do, you know, with that. Um, and I've also thought of like Ryan Coogler; he would be one that I would love to probably get on something. Like, I would like Ryan Coogler to do a Yamastigmata. Right. To be honest, I think I he would. That. I think he would. I he would that. snap on the Yamastigmata, you know, um, if he did that. So, from what you yeah, described, so. I can see that. I can see that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that so. makes a lot of sense. Okay, all right, all right. Like your, your insights a lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, Pretty yeah. dope. Especially if you had to break down the, the Mind of Steel. Because I, yeah. personally, I enjoyed Mind of Steel. I know a lot of people like I did. Most of it was in a whole Superman killing thing aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like, like, like it. Like it. But uh-huh. I was always a Mind of Steel apologist. Now, Bob mm-hmm. versus Superman, Justice League, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. But... I do think that first justice that Justice League one was like 
<laughs> have you seen the new one? Have you seen like Zack Snyder's version? Oh, I, I yeah, love that version. I love that His version I destroys the first one that came. I the one that came. Love his version. <laughs> I'm like that. His version makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything. Like all the questions everyone had, and his version it answered all of them. Yep. They're like, why is Lois out there? And then you find out in his movie is because Lex purposely put her out there. Like he made Lex look more like a mastermind in the in the first movie. Yes. Lex looked yes. like a bumbling idiot, like a little kid. But he yeah. made Lex look more like a mastermind. And I was like, if man, you know. But yeah. Yeah. But like you said, trying to catch him with Marvel and so that just mm-hmm. kind of destroys. So I hope it kind of it destroys her. That's why I'm like oh, this new owner. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they. We'll see what they do with this new owner. He's canceling see. everything. Yeah. <laughs> every last <laughs> everything. thing, everything, every single thing, except for Flash. But I understand why they need Flash. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. After all, the bodies. He knows where except- the bodies are. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he is I'm, canceling I, things for a I reason. Guess. You know. No, he is. I'm, he is. He, he because is. Like to in the words of Vicky, quality over quantity, like that's kind of like I mean I see how like you know MCU is announced like this huge like uh, like when they keep announcing like their huge amount of titles. I'm like, okay, it's like it's a yeah. lot, but then how much of all of these are gonna be good? Yeah, well, that's why like the, the how, earlier how, MCU like. Like I think up to Infinity War and and then last movie, uh, Endgame. I think that version of MCU is gone. Yeah, it is. No, it, it is. is. It is. I think yeah. people have to realize that as well because yeah. we're moving into a different space and we're telling a different story. Especially with especially with Disney Plus certain things, yeah. right? And yeah. we we have yeah. the privilege of using shows to also flex. So that mm-hmm. version is definitely gone. Yeah, yeah that version um, is gone. So I, I definitely think it's more so than the first the first part of the MCU. This part is definitely more of a you have to wait and see how the bigger picture yeah. of everything unfolds. Yeah, that's a lot of it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. And like for me being like a like like I said, I've been reading comics since I was young, so I'm like a, I, I'm like a legit, legit comic geek, so like I don't even pick sides. Like everybody's like, so who do you like more, Marvel or DC? I'm like, I like both. I want to see both win. Like, I want to see I'm down for it. Yep. Right. Exactly. That's that's how I see it. Like I want to see it all. Like I will I want to see it all. Like I want to see characters. Like I eventually want them to do a wildcat. Like I don't know if y'all have ever read Wildcats from um Wildstorm. But that's one of the things that I tell people that Cypher Team is similar to. It's similar mm-hmm. to Wildcats because Wildcats was kind of like um uh, so that was Jim Lee's early creations, um, mm. whenever they did their whole uh, image thing. So, right. Cypher Team is very similar. To it. It's just that Wildcats, they focus more, they were like this uh, espionage team and stuff, but they focus more on aliens. Whereas with Cypher Team, they do fight aliens, but they also fight terrestrial threats. And they're like the special forces team that will kill the villain if they need to, you know. Um, but I want to see, honestly, if they can make every comic, a lot of these ah. comics in the movies, yeah. I'm, I'm game for it. I, you know, I'm game for it. Like I'll, I'll watch it, and I my rule is I give it three episodes. If you don't, if you if you're a TV show, I give you three episodes. Yeah, you capture me in three, three episode episodes. Road. I'm out. I will. Yeah. I will. You know. I, will I feel like by the way, you're four. Episodes. Okay. Okay. Three, episodes. <laughs> three episodes is enough for you to introduce your characters and plot. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like a lot of people like are, are mad at She-Hulk, but you know what I feel about She-Hulk? She-Hulk reminds She-Hulk. me of like it reminds me of like a '90s sitcom. That's yes, what I feel like. Like yeah. that's what I feel with She-Hulk. You know, I, it reminds me of a '90s sitcom. Oh man, and that's what I get from it. You, that's what I get from it. This part is already yeah, long, so. and I don't want to get started on it. But I feel like <laughs> I'm just, a lot of people are being idiots when it comes to being idiots when it comes to shield and the critique yeah. about it mm-hmm. it's what's one thing if you don't like a particular style but it's another yeah. to entirely miss what the show is yeah and if yeah. right exactly. and you're not and a lot of people aren't judging it based on what the show is intended to be it's doing what it's yeah. intended to do it's it's yep. meant to be a certain way and portrayed you a certain way yeah mm-hmm. so that's yep. you I don't understand. It's, like, it's, like a fun, it's supposed to be like a fun, a fun little lawyer show, like a nice comedic yeah. lawyer show. It's sick, y'all. It's and it's is. doing it well. Exactly. And I've, I've yeah. actually said, mm-hmm. like, each episode has gotten better, but I've legit... Now, the first episode, I would say the jokes didn't quite land as much yeah. for me, but yeah. the, the next two was like, yo, this this is working. And they're doing it. Yeah. Like, it felt, see, yeah. It, it felt like it on their footing. Yeah, right. it, felt, it felt like they found what they were. They was like, instead of... they, they It was like somebody sat down and was like, you know what? This isn't serious because the She Hulk comics really weren't. Yeah, hyper thank serious you. Either. And that's another you know, thing. So, like a law of wall yeah. breaking yep. was in the She Hulk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so it's like they they realized it was like let's make it more sitcom like because that's what I feel like it's not like it's not like you know in sitcoms where is it each episode is something different like you're still telling their connected story yeah. but it yeah. still feels like a sitcom you know it feels like something like you would watch like Fred like kind of like Friends or Night Court or if anybody ever mm. seen like those old nineties court related type. Yeah. comedy yeah, 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 type yeah. series yeah. Like, that's yeah, what like, i feel when i see yeah. it like like courtroom shenanigans like that's as soon as yeah. i saw it, it was like oh it's gonna be called she hulk you know she hulk um, um attorney at law i was like oh this is about to be courtroom shenanigans all day yeah like, that's what i so when i started watching i was like yep courtroom shenanigans as soon as they made her hulk out in the first one i was like yep that's that's okay i get it i know what you're doing you i was like you know it works you know? and i like it and we're getting more and after the episode three we're getting more of what yeah the plot and yeah. think of the plot and yeah. the villain being, being introduced and everything like that but exactly. yeah one thing the one thing the only complaint that i do have with she like issue like you said with a say issue one jesus right but episode one there was a couple of things like i do wish that they could have showed us a little bit because you know when she was um venting to to bruce and telling uh-huh. him like all the things that she went through like i do wish that she, they could have showed that a little more you know, like, because you yeah. know, like that one part whenever she was in the office and the dude tried to talk over her. Yeah. And then she kind of shut him down and sent him away. Like, I yeah. wish they would have actually showed like her yeah. boss coming in and saying, hey, such and such, you're getting you're getting this case because then it would have made sense with that, um, yeah. with her with her more when she mentioned it. Um, but also, I think that they could have done a little more with the accident part. Like, I get it. Is like I said because I feel like yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's my. I think they could actually did the blood. Tr- yeah, I think they could have actually did the blood transfusion like they did in, did in the comics. In the comics. Like, they could have made that accident. Yeah, they could have made that accident bigger. They could have made it where that spaceship shot at the car or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And she got it, uh, majorly hurt, you know. And then when she got hurt, you know, Bruce is like, "Oh man, you know, she's gonna die." Unless I do this, and then he gives her his blood, and then I feel like Like, that's my issue with episode one. Like my issue with episode one was like the pacing. That's how because I feel like in episode one, like they sped something, they like they rushed through some things, and then they slowed down on things that shouldn't. Like that whole bar scene, like you know, after the accident, she appears, she went at the bar, and that whole bar situation. I don't think that was needed. 
I feel like mm -hmm. that time that that scene took, that could have took to what you were like leading on, saying like, you know, show these little micro parts of where like, you know, she had to hold in anger or she had to deal with it. I feel like that's mm -hmm. the main issue of episode one was, was this pacing. It was, it was, it was, so. But yeah, so since we've, this has been an extensive talk. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> like, like at the time, it's been a really, really, really extensive talk. But time yeah, flies yeah, when you're talking about uh, interesting No, for real. This exactly. Was a like I was saying mm -hmm. earlier, um, I appreciate you coming on, especially since no this has been, we've been talking about this for a while. And yeah, I'm we finally have. <laughs> able to do yeah. it. Um, um, again, love learning about the thought process of writing your comics, the inspiration behind mm -hmm. them, um, just hearing your growth with them and how yeah. everything is going on that side. And obviously, obviously, I wish you nothing but the best. And I love thank you what I've yes. read so far. I mean, I can't wait to, wait to read thank the you. rest of them. And thank also, I, I have to it. say this you are also, in terms of guests, the first one that we've had internationally. So that's also really? a big deal for us. That's awesome. Good. So, so when this I, is my so first I, international podcast. Yeah, I was very appreciative. Let's of enjoy how... that first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god! Oh, god! Thank you. Uh, You're right. You're welcome. Right. Your first no, time definitely. should be a lovely experience. Mm -hmm. This was a great, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, I think I'm, I'm very appreciative of how excited you were. Like, that was just like mm -hmm. a big, like, shock just to see your excitement to come on the board that, like, put my ease. Because I was very, because when I asked SJ about it, I didn't know how your response would be or not, or uh, how you receptive you would be the coming on the board. So I'm happy that you did. Um, this was a very fantastic board, and we loved having you on. So hopefully, this is definitely not the last. And it won't definitely, be. It won't be. and when we have you on again, it'll be back. Talk about the yeah. comic has grown even, your know, series has grown even more, and we'd have a lot more to talk about. Oh, um, yeah, so definitely. before we go, mm -hmm. as we are the otaku, so I don't know if you ever watched Naruto. Have you? Yeah, I have. Okay. I watched Naruto all the way through. Naruto's dope, don't get me wrong. It's just, right. you know, it's one of those powerhouses in it. But, it well, Bleach yeah. kind of was too. Bleach is in a big three, but. I like Naruto. Not gonna lie. Wait, Honestly, before, before we go, I do have you, a question. Oh, have you watched? Have you watched Full Metal Alchemist? Yes, and Brotherhood. And I do like okay, it. Okay, what what is your thoughts on that? Because like I know you mentioned Hunter Hunter, you mentioned Bleach. Just one. Oh, Jesus. Um, I, I enjoy Full Metal um, there's a lot of parts in there that I felt was very emotional for me. Like one, there was the Chimera one, you know, you know which one I'm talking mm -hmm. about with dude turns his fuse his own daughter for his own science. I was mm -hmm. like, man, you need to be drug yeah. up and down the street through glass <laughs> and, and, and rusty nails and freaking used needles and everything for doing that to her. Um, and then of course there was when dude, uh, the, the, the captain got revenge for his friend. Yeah. Like the whole, and and oh. I love that so much, the snapping and like, so there's things from, like there's Ooh. things from anime that I do incorporate. Incorporate. So like if you, like like re uh, cipher team, like when Raina shows up in issue two, he does the snap, and when he does the snap, things explode. And that's one of the things Ooh. like I, I thought was dope from Full Metal Alchemist. I do was just using his powers and just snapping and just said said mm -hmm. um what was it lust was it lust yeah it was oh, yeah was it was lust? Was both of them yeah 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 ye
listening. Yeah. So it was like, so I was like, yo, I was like, that's, that's, that was clean. Like I'll enjoy like that, how you did that power. So, so yeah. And so there, there are some things that I, I pull from full metal alchemist. Um, but like with, with even with Naruto, like with Kunoichi, like in issue one, you see her do hand size and stuff, and then she changes her uniform changes, and then when she mm-hmm. jumps out of this plane, she does a halo drop, so she's like way up there, and then she when she gets down to the bottom, she does hand size again, and then she does like her dragon breath. So like a lot of her moves, she does through the ninja hand size and stuff like that. But the only thing that what I did to make it different from Naruto, because Naruto is all, mostly of those are animal based, I actually yeah. lose like the real ninjutsu hand signs for her. So she's ah, actually using the real ones. Yeah. And so like she does them. So it's like I took those because like they have like rooms like dimension and all this other stuff, and they do have the animal ones. So like I merged the two of them. And then like at the end, every time she ends them all, she does the hand sign for absolute, which is like the seal that seals it, you know. Because mm. even though her power is her Kai, it isn't magic based. It's soul. It's uh, like a soul energy or like, you know, using your inner energy. So she treats it magically in a sense. Like everybody who does that, they treat it magically. And when they do the absolute or that's when they end the spell or end the, the soul conjuring so that it doesn't continue to pull from the soul. So, but you'll learn more about that as the books go on. So. <laughs> you, keep, you keep giving me like more and more and more of what's to come, and I can't wait to read them yeah. even much more. And then it just makes me mad again that yeah. Tablai ended up with it. But I'm not going yeah. back. And just, to, and just to let y'all know, because I didn't mention this either, and, and this will be the last thing I'll say, but I've been writing this universe since 2007. So that wow. really should tell you that just that how connected wow. it is. Yeah. That shows. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's well done and it shows the time that you spent on it. I, I would, it's sort of like, it's sort of like um, the show on Netflix called Arcane, how they've been mm-hmm. writing and produced text, yeah. I think, 2015. Yeah. It was very long. Yeah. And it showed when it released, it's like, it showed. Yeah. Yes. of time was based on it. So, like I said, exactly. your comic, your work, the writing, everything, it shows that extensive time was placed on Thank this you. before I gave it out to the world. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, Thank you, yeah, because it was. I was like, <laughs> I like published my first book almost 10 years after I started writing. It was like 2016 was out of published my first book. But the uh, mm-hmm. main books, didn't, the first one didn't publish till 2017. So, like, the because the first one I published was Arisha Exos in comic form. And then I published, um, I think, Cypher Team issue one. Or stars mm-hmm. it was one of, no it was cypher team issue one and i published that in um 2007 2017 so yeah it was 10 years like and then i was like all right it's time and then yeah so hmm. by 2027 it's gonna be so much more yeah it's gonna be crazy by the time people can have actual collections of your stuff mm-hmm. you can release no, boxes that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> yep, yep. that's what i'm looking forward to just <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But yes, so like I said, um, right. So I was here at the Taco Summit, and just like Naruto, and they had the Okage mm-hmm. Summit, we, when mm-hmm. we end the podcast, in you know, reference to that, and to, as a tribute to that, and to celebrate that, we like to end yeah. with a poof. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, obviously, we don't have this kind of man. We have a verbal poof that we like mm-hmm. <laughs> to, okay. to do it. So. It would be an honor if you would join us <laughs> along. Okay. If you pull us up. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. 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 Yes.
<laughs> so with that being said, this has been another episode of the Otaku Summit, episode 44. And once again, we were happy to have Terra Summer Comics to be on the podcast with us to share a lot about his comics. Definitely. Oh, let the people, before you let the people know. Where oh yeah, your socials, where to find you. Without them knowing where to discover all of these comics we talked about, which are really good. So you guys need to check them out immediately. So, so if you want if you want to visit the store, uh go to shop.sovereigncomics S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N comics.com. That takes you straight to my uh store. My website is www.sovereigncomics.com. Um you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all under at Sovereign Comics. Um, the best way to look for it is look for the orange lion head, which is actually a chimera, but look for the orange lion head with the purple backdrop. <laughs> 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 great logo, great logo, by the way. And we will be linking all yep. of that to this episode when this episode release. So, mm-hmm. that being said, thank you guys for listening, for watching, however you consume this. And also, thank you again, there for being a part of the podcast. Pleasure. We appreciate it. You are welcome here anytime. So with that, the Otaku Summit is out. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Woo!